Okay, Dave, um, we should get this podcast recorded. It's uh, getting pretty late. We need to get it done so we can get it edited. And, and, um, uh, Dave. David. Dave. Hey. Why? What? What are you doing? Sorry, I couldn't hear you. I was listening to my JBL Club Pro Plus True Wireless In-Ear Headphones with noise cancellation technology. Ooh. I couldn't hear a word you were saying. Yeah, because I just speak noise. I know. Thanks to our good friends over at JBL for sending them to me. I was at, Hey, I was actually thinking after the podcast we could maybe listen to some tunes on our JBL Extreme 3, which has just been released also from our good friends at JBL. Thanks to our friends at JBL for sponsoring um, the channel um, and the podcast and all that for this month. Awesome. Fantastic. Let's get into it. Ooh, cool. Let's do it. Yep. Good. Hello everybody, welcome to the Dave Lee Down Under Podcast. I'm of course your host, Dave Lee. Let me get this microphone closer. Uh, he was a bit f- too far back on the desk today. <sighs> always. Always. Always stuffing up my intros these days. What's going on? Welcome to the show. This is episode 27. Getting a bit too comfortable, I think. I'm getting too comfortable. Could be a good thing, could be a bad thing. It's episode 27. 27! My favourite number. Is it? Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's my old football jumper number. Oh, well, there you go. Well, technically it's episode. One of them anyway. Technically it's episode twenty-eight. If you no, count that old pilot. Yeah, no, I don't count the pilot. No, okay, twenty-seven today. Uh, podcast, of course, goes out on. Uh, uh, you can join us every single Monday here on the podcast. It goes out on all podcasting platforms, including Apple, uh, Spotify, Google, Amazon Music, and Audible. The visual element is available to view on YouTube on the same day, but that goes out two days early to Patreon supporters. If you want to support the Patreon, head over to patreon.com forward slash Dave Lee down under. Uh, you can support for as little as a dollar a month. Cheap ass. Yeah. Uh, we've uh, migrated video podcasts to a second YouTube channel now, though. So yep. if you're looking for the, the video podcast, it's now the uh, YouTube Dave Lee Down Under podcast specific channel. Uh, so head over there and hit subscribe on that too because we're going to get the subs up. We're going to get the views up so I can get my monetization back on the podcast. You'll have a link from the... The yeah, original, there, there'll the be a link. There'll be the a link on the on the main channel. Oh, Dave Lee down under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you can. There, it's all down at the bottom here. The descriptions and shit. If you're watching, you're listening. There's links. Awesome. So there you go. You can get there. But yeah, we're gonna I'm get. Not, I'm not gonna go looking for it. No, you gotta get. Um, we gotta get everything back up so I can monetize the podcast again. Yeah, exactly. Because right. right now, I'm not making anything on the podcast. Nothing. Now that I've moved it to another channel. Not that I was making much on the podcast to begin with. I got all. But there's nothing now until I can get that monetization back. So I'd really appreciate that. Uh, you can, of course, find me on YouTube. Were at you Dave even Lee. making enough to buy a Macca's meal? Yeah, probably. Well, no. Probably not. For, not for, well, maybe for one person. <laughs> no, probably not. Maybe a month. You could probably afford well, a Macca's meal a month. Well, Macca's are charging this. Oh, yeah, I know. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Uh, of course, you can find me on YouTube at Dave Lee Down Under over on Twitter, Instagram, uh, links down the bottom of every uh, podcast. If you want to write into the show, you can shoot an email to davleepod at gmail.com. Got another couple of emails this week, Ooh, which is lovely. People are starting people to use it. People have found it. it. <laughs> people are starting to use it, which is great. Uh, we got an email in this week from Natalie, 
over in uh, Texas. Texas. Yeah, South Texas, I think she said. I can't remember. I should put my cowboy hat on for that. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I haven't replied to that one yet, but I will get back to you. Thank you so much for writing in. Um, if you're listening to the podcast, uh, if you're listening on podcast platforms, the audio, you can uh, leave a review and a rating. It does help. I think we must, must make Texas our next... One of our next trips when we get all Yeah, I know. I really want to go to Texas. Yeah. I'd love to go to Texas. Hmm. So, as I said... Um, next time we go to the States, well... I know. When we can when we can get back over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God knows when that's going to be. I know. Texas, I'd love to do the South. Just the South of America and Texas. Oh, Alabama and, and all that sort of Yeah, stuff, all yeah. that stuff would be great. That would be good. Um, yeah, but we did... Um, Memphis. We've done a lot of it. We've done Memphis and we've done all up, all up both coasts. So oh, it went yeah. along the San, top a little bit. San Fran, LA, yeah. Hollywood. Vegas. Did Hollywood. Um, Me- uh, yeah, we Vegas, said Memphis. Memphis, Chicago, New York, mm. Boston, mm. Washington. Mm. DC. Uh, DC, yeah. Washington, DC, that's right. Yeah. Um, and Orlando. Yeah, Florida. Um, I think that's about it. That's about all. Gosh. Done a bit. Done a bit. Done a bit of it. Um, Probably done more than a lot of Americans have actually done of their own country. Probably. Like, they, they'll come out here and they'll see more of the country than, of our country than what we've seen of it. Well, yeah, exactly right. I've done barely any of our own country, which is bad. You missed your cue before. I said you can uh, leave us a, a review or a rating. Oh, yeah. Only the good ones. Only the good ones. <laughs> That'd be good. Uh, this week was a bit, um, what do you call it? My voice is sounding a bit funny today, isn't it? Yeah, you sound like you got a bit of a cold, actually. Oh, I just woke up with a bit of a sore throat this morning. You've had so. one for a couple of days now. Oh, it was really sore this morning. It's a bit of a worry. Had to get up early this morning because it was so sore. I thought, oh, oh God, no. I get up. Uh-oh. I feel good. I don't feel Social good. distance. Yeah, no, no, no. No, I had a bit of a cold at the beginning of the week, though. I'm not running a temperature or anything like that, and I don't feel crook or anything. Yeah. So. We're up late. What are the chances in Australia? Well, <laughs> knock wood. Yeah, exactly but we're out right. late last night because yeah, we were visiting. Right. We were visiting family, and then um, as our pre- <laughs> as our premier as our premier Dan says on on the beers. Yeah, <laughs> and then we got home late and realised that we haven't watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So we're up until what, and, one o'clock. Or yeah, something? one or two <laughs> watching that, and then I had to do a video, and I don't know. But yeah, I had a I had a bit of a cold. I was I didn't know whether it was a cold or whether I'd been hit with hay fever or something at the beginning of the week. Um, um, it was probably more hay fever for you. I, I think, think so. I'm feeling fine now. It was like one or two days where I was just really stuffy. I got a bit Mine of could a, be hay fever too, but I don't probably. Normally, I don't well, I've been hearing a lot fever. of people are getting really bad hay fever at the moment, so it yeah, could be that. I don't normally get it though. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway. It is what it is. Yeah, we should be all right. There is a lot of colds going around at the moment apparently now that people are starting to get a bit more, you know. Adventurous. Yeah, they, the colds <laughs> are coming back because last year there was like yeah, yeah. no colds because everyone was ta- – the, pr- the precautions everyone was taking to stave off the COVID. Yeah, well, we were all staying at home, weren't we? Yeah. So. Staving off all the colds, but now everyone's out again. There's mm. colds running rampant and all that stuff. But yeah, I think for me it was more of like hay fever. Anyway, mm. uh, but other than that, it's been a bit of a non non eventful week. Not much really going on. I had a um, I don't know if I can say what it was yet, um, but I had a game show audition yesterday. Yeah, that's right, you did too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love yeah. game shows. I love game shows. I was on Millionaire about six years ago. Yeah, and yeah. fucked that up. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I knew it would. Um, you had the right answer, but gave the wrong. No, I didn't have the right answer. Oh no, it was the right. wrong no, answer right. anyway. Yeah, no, you did no one won money on my show, so I felt a little bit better. 
Um, yeah, did the hot seat, millionaire hot seat, so it's called here. Six years ago, I'd done that. That was a bit of fun. Just six years ago? Yeah. Shit. 2014. God. Doesn't feel like it was that long yeah, ago. Yeah, I know. That was fun. I just love game shows. I'm always auditioning for game shows. That's the only one I've ever got on, though. I auditioned you for one. one in England, didn't you? Yeah, I auditioned for Tipping Point over in the UK. Right. <laughs> I didn't get through. I've auditioned for The Chase before. I've auditioned for... Um, there was one on the ABC called yeah the yeah. hard quiz I think it was called or something. That's right. I feel like there yeah. was another one. I don't know, but I've auditioned for another one. I'm, I don't. I don't want to say what it is or anything. Uh, but I had fun at the audition. I went in. They did like a mock version of the game, mm. and um, I should hear back within a couple of weeks if I get on. I don't know. We'll <laughs> see what happens. So it was a bit of fun anyway. Yeah, it'll be had to go to the studios and all that stuff. And um, well, I got to the studio early. And they don't let people sit in the in the parking lot for too long. I was probably there like forty five minutes too early. So the guy was like, "Oh, sorry, you have to leave and just like well, do laps, like postal or something." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, he was like, "I'm sorry, these are just the rules." I was like, "That's fine." So I had to go and do like laps <laughs> of oh, the city, drive around the city, that back end of the city, just for ages, and then then come back. But it was fun. I had fun, and um, I'm waiting to hear back now. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Um, Zavi, whoa. We're keeping people updated on my massive Zavi order. I ordered 12 discs from Zavi, even though I've said um, I'm not ordering from them ever again. I keep giving my business because sometimes... the only place you can get some stuff. Yeah, well, sometimes, again, they do deals that you can't get anywhere else. And particularly for, like, the Criterion discs that I buy, which are, like, the premium Blu-ray label, they're so expensive. And the only way you can get them for, like, essentially what's, like, 50% off is through this deal that they do on, like, HMV, which I can't order from, or Amazon UK, which I can't order from, and Zavi. So I've got to order through Zavi, sadly. Um, so I place an order. The problem, of course, if you've been listening, you know Zavi. You place, like, a bulk order, and they send them all out individually. So I ordered 12 discs. They sent six discs out two weeks ago, and then the week after they sent out another four discs, and then this week they've sent my final two discs. So they're all out there in the wild. I received two Really quickly. I'm actually really surprised how quickly these came. And the others just haven't appeared. The others haven't appeared. Well, these came out with four others, as I said. Six came out at the same, at time. The same time, and I've only got two of them. What is going on? Now, I was speaking to James, uh, who is a, uh, one of our listeners and longtime viewer of the YouTube channel, patron supporter. Um, he, um, he ordered a bunch from a um, lovely guy, all-round guy as well, um, and he ordered a bunch from Zavi. I think he ordered like 12 discs from Zavi as well. And he got six. He got his first six. So we got all his first six. He, they sent his out in like so, two. Where does he live? He's in Melbourne as well. Oh, is he? Yeah. So he got, um, I think they sent six of his out, and then they did the same thing. They sent six, and they sent four, and he's still waiting for like another two. Um, but he said, yeah, he got his first six. All came together. But me, only got two. So where the hell are my other four gone? This is what I'm saying. Every time I order they're from They're listening, Zavi, Dave. They're listening and they, they can hear that you're slagging them off. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> need, oh, let's make this stuff go slower. We get more, we get like, more advertising like out I of Like I said, this, their stuff, they send them all out individually, which is annoying, and then they either, because their packaging's so shit, they arrive damaged. These two have come in pristine condition. I'll give them that. Woo-hoo, I'm happy with that. Just for change. Um, and they came very quick. I will give them that this time. But yeah, the other four time. that came out with them uh, haven't, haven't turned up yet. And these came so here on Monday. have been sent Monday. at the same time. Yeah, have been sent. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just, it came at the same time. Oh, no, time. the other four that were sent at the same time as these two aren't here. Uh, but these came 
on like Monday. So I've been waiting a week or Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, so I've been good. waiting a week. I don't know where the other ones have gone. Uh, but anyway, so we'll see if any if the other ones have gone missing. Sometimes they go missing. I have to get a replacement. Probably, Sometimes they come damaged. Well, they probably, you know, they came into Melbourne and they got sent to Sydney for oh, yeah. sorting and then oh, up to Brisbane knows. for sorting and back to Sydney, then out who to knows? Queensland, out to yeah. West Australia and then back to Melbourne. Yeah, Delivery. I know. Look, Xavi is okay. It's just that their practices of shipping shit out individually is really annoying and it results in a lot of problems, which is obviously beyond their control. They can't control whether the stuff gets damaged. I mean, they could probably put stuff in better packaging or box everything up together to begin with and avoid that. Yeah. And they can't control if stuff gets lost in the mail. But what I'm saying is the more packages you send out, the more chance there is of shit getting damaged exactly, or right. getting lost in the mail. So, yeah, yeah, there you go. So I don't want them to come down on me with lawyers or anything. But everything I speak is the truth. Exactly it's right. It's the truth. So, so we'll see. Anyway, I keep giving them my business. But we'll see. This week, uh, we haven't. I didn't watch a lot this week. Because I was either sleeping in again or... You had a couple of big sleep-ins this week, didn't you? Yeah. Well, because I did the Space Jam trailer. That's right. You're I stayed up and did... We talk about I talk about this on the podcast all the time. I try and get up really early every morning, watch a movie every day before I get into work out of the massive pile of stuff that I've got to watch. Um, and last weekend I covered the Space Jam trailer, which dropped at 12 a.m. I had to do like a big breakdown video. I was up till... What I thought was 5 a.m. doing that, but because the clocks went backwards. That's right, we came out of daylight savings. We came out of daylight savings. Uh, Technically, I was up to what should have been like 6 a.m. Yeah, that's right. Um, So I completely fucked myself. And by the morning, (laughs) that's probably why I was sick too at the beginning of the week. Probably, probably. it wouldn't have helped. Just worn out. Just worn out. So I slept in like two or three mornings. As you hear, if you've been a long time listener, you know that if I have one of these all nighters, I'm fucked for like two weeks. So I've been sleeping in, I've been lazy, I've had a lazy week and I've just otherwise busy or been doing cartoon news. You know, when the news drops here in Australia, it's morning. It's like overnight. So by the time I get up, I see all this news and I've got to do cartoon news like first thing in the morning. So anyway, a bit of that stuff. So we watched a little bit, but not a lot. I think the only movie I got in in the morning this week was... Bloodsport. You know who's in this? Uh, probably Jean-Claude. Yes. Jean-Claude. JCVD, number one Jean-Claude Van Fan over here. I checked out <laughs> another one. This is, um, I've heard this is like his greatest film of all time. It was terrific. It was terrific. He does the splits like every second scene. Like if you needed to know Jean-Claude can do the splits really well. Watch oh, yeah, this one. He, could, he could do that. Yeah, watch this one because yeah. he uh, is doing it almost every second scene. don't know how a black can do that. <laughs> oh, every time I see her die a little bit, I'm like, oh, I don't know gee. how anybody can do it. No. Oh, oh gosh. I see a bloke doing that, just a little bit of me dies. Yeah, 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 just a little <laughs> bit, a little bit. There's this scene where he's like doing it, he's in a hotel room and he's got two chairs like spread out and he's doing it on the chairs. Yeah, I've seen that. And this guy comes in and he's like, what are you doing? It's like, oh, jeez, yeah, crazy. But anyway, it was a bit of fun. It was not one of those crappy ones that is just fun. It's stupid. But the soundtrack to this, I don't know. I don't get it. If anyone understands what's going on here, let me know. There's this soundtrack, and it must be running through the last like quarter of the film. Like the last act of the movie is like this um, underground fighting champion. So it's sort of, or sort of like a Mai Tai kind of thing, you know, that really yeah, 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 full yeah. on yep. like underground, like Asian, uh, like martial arts kind of thing. Where what that UFC kind of spawned yeah, like from? Mix, 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 yeah, mixed, mixed martial, martial arts. arts. Yeah. yeah, so it's like this tour, underground tournament thing. Anyway, the soundtrack is like 
really 80s, as you can imagine. But every, like, 30 seconds, there's this really weird meow. Oh, what? <laughs> Sound like a cat. Sound like a cat. Like, meow. Yeah. What the hell is that? It went on for ages, like the last act of the movie. I was thinking, what the hell is that? It's like a cat. Meow. I don't know what it was, what instrument it was, or this weird sound effect they used. I'm thinking, what the hell? My favourite part, this guy gets killed in the ring. Um, this um, crazy martial artist, like, whoa, like the, black, like the guy that's got, like, the belt, like the champion, yeah, like he like kills this guy. Man. And there's these great <laughs> shots of the guy just lying there dead and he's breathing. It's like he, he's, not even, <laughs> he's not even making an attempt to like, to, like, hold his breath. He just sees just chest is going up and down. Like, like what are you doing? It was, it was, I forget what film it was. There was some, some film we watched a little while ago. Yeah, where there was a, a a woman that had died and she was laying laying yeah, down, yeah. and the same thing you could see her chest. Yeah, yeah, rise, it's just like rise, it wasn't rise even rise given. Yeah. Oh man, crazy. So yeah, that was fun. Bloodsport, I enjoyed that. That's probably up there with the, uh, one of my favourite JCVD films so far. So that knocks him up a little bit more. It gives him a bit more leverage to be number one eight of the year. One of those on my watch, one, my one little box. One of your more favourite ones. Is favourite really a word you use for the J? Yeah, of course it is. JC film. Of course it is. Um, that was all I got in this week. We watched a couple last weekend. Now we're kind of scraping the bottom of the the barrel of that. We got hundreds out there. Other than the pile that I dive into every day, we've got another pile of hundreds. Yeah, the of the hundreds stuff that we've bought over the years and just haven't gotten around to watch. So know. we kind of scraping. I and think it's been this last year's been good because we're, there hasn't yeah, been yeah. a lot of new stuff come out. So we're no. able to take a go through the old shit. A fair bite out of it. It's been sitting there for like five, six, seven years. (laughs) Well, exactly So we're kind of scraping that. I think we just felt like something a bit lighter this weekend. I don't know why, but we just, so we're kind of scraping. I think, I think we put them on a little bit late. I don't know. We watched one called Flypaper, which had um, Dr. McDreamy. Yeah, what's his name? What's his name? Um, It was in my head before I said Dr. Patrick Patrick Dempsey. Dempsey. He was in it. And um, Ashley Judd. Ashley Judd, yeah, that's and right. Like a whole lot of other people yeah. are in it as well. It was all right. It wasn't great. About but it what was, I expected. It was yeah. easy to watch. I think I it. fell asleep in the middle of it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you probably did as well. Uh, no, I didn't, didn't join that one. Yeah, I don't know what was going on half the time, but it was okay. It was all right. I think I was just tired. Um, that was the day don't, after don't, Space Jam. Don't rush out and buy it and watch it. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was all right. Um, and then we watched one called Letters to Juliet. Which had yeah, Amanda Seyfried, cute little film, Vanessa Redgrave, yep, and Amanda Seyfried, yep. Yeah, I liked it. It was, it was nice. Okay. It was like, it was okay. It's not the like best I'm, part of the film was the scenery. Oh yeah, lovely out in um, Italy. Italy. Yeah, some beautiful scenery in it. Yeah, where were they? Um, the, uh, Verona. Verona, of course, where yeah. Romeo and Juliet is set. Um, but um, but yeah, that was all right. I quite liked that nice little, cute, charming little film. I like Amanda Seyfried. She does some good stuff. Mm. Um, but that was it. We haven't watched anything like really new. Um, I watched a couple of DC movies. I got in a couple of my DC animated films this week because I've been trying to power through like my thirty odd. Well, as I say, there's a few there to get through. There's so many there, so I'm trying to watch one every few nights. I watched Batman: Assault on Arkham, which was that one where he teamed up. Well, I didn't team up with him, but he was like going against the uh, oh, the yeah, um, yeah. the Suicide Squad, yeah, Harley Quinn, and the yeah, Joker, yeah. and all that shit. The Joker wasn't in the squad. They were trying to break the Joker out of the asylum, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Or he was there. Can't remember what they were doing, but the Joker was there and Batman was trying to stop them from doing whatever they were doing. I don't know. But it was I good. think I was just drifting in and out of that one. Yeah. I think you have been for most of them. 
Well, the Harley Quinn ones I didn't. They were, oh, the series, they were yeah, it was good. Enjoyable. It was all right. I enjoyed that one. I think it would be fun to see like a Batman versus Suicide Squad film. That'd be fun. I'd like yeah. that. Um, and then I watched Batman Under the Red Hood, which was really fucking good. That was the one with, I don't know if you were asleep. Um, Probably. <laughs> where the Joker kills Robin and then it's set like six years later. Oh, yeah, And yeah, this yeah. like guy appears, like this villain appears with a red hood and they try and yeah. figure out who this guy is. But the action scenes are so good. The animation was amazing. Um, like explosions and shit. It was the a animation really good, on all those has been great. Yeah, so good. I really loved it. I've been, and, and there hasn't been a bad one yet. No. That was probably, for me, that was probably probably the best one so far that I've mm. watched uh, in terms of animation stuff. Really liked that one. TV-wise, um, we, we can't say a lot. We've watched a few more episodes of The Mighty Ducks I've been given from Disney Plus yep, for sure. review purposes. I can't talk about them until the week that they go out. Yeah, that's right. Um, this week that you listen to this podcast... Um, the episode four goes out, so I'm allowed to talk about that episode as of Monday, which is the day this podcast goes out. But because of the patron early access, I can't, I can't talk about it this week. Right. Um, but yeah, based on the first three episodes that we've watched, it's been a really good show. Yeah, that's right. The first three episodes, terrific. Yep. Can't say anything else about episode four, five, and six. No. Just yet. No. We've also watched um, a few episodes, first three episodes of. Uh, the series that's coming out in a couple of weeks. No, this week. comes out this week. I'm embargoed until Monday again when this goes out. Uh, so I can't say anything about it, but I will be putting up a review. In fact, I've probably put up a review. No, my review will be going up after the podcast goes up. Right, okay. Um, but again, because of the yeah, pa- patron early access, early access can't I can't it. talk about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, so that's the new, it's a new series called Big Shot. It stars John Stamos. And he is um, brought in as a coach of a college uh, 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 women's high basketball. School. Oh, high school, high school. Uh, basketball oh, team. High school? Yeah, high school. Yeah, girls basketball. High school team. girls basketball, which is um, judging by the trailer, the very good trailer. Trailer is very good, good trailer. Hmm. Um, John Stamos, I love John Stamos. Oh, he's fantastic. He is fantastic. But um, Big Shot can't say anything about Big Shot specifically just yet. I'll talk about that soon. I will have a review up for Big Shot. the trailer is good. The trailer is very good. I like the trailer and it was like, this is something that I would like to watch. So I'm going to, when they sent out the screeners, I said, yes, please, I'll take them. And I thought, I think I might enjoy that. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, Big Shot. Can't say whether I have or haven't. No, exactly right. But judging, but but like that trailer was like, this is a, this is a decent trailer. I will ask for this show. So anyway, I can't talk about it. I can't, technically... I can talk about it when this podcast goes out to the public. Yep. But I can't because of the patrons. Bloody patrons. I know. Uh, What we can talk about, though, is the Falcon of the Winter Soldier, the one we watched last night. Well, we recorded the podcast on Saturday. So technically the day that we're recording this, this should be going out to patrons. Yeah, exactly (laughs) exactly right. Because of my little game show um, jaunt yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's funny we both thought of that. Yeah, weird. There you go. Um, been doing this too long. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, because of that, we couldn't record on the Fridays. We usually would. Um, but, yeah, yesterday's episode was fucking good. Yeah, it was good. Oh, so good. It was good. It's getting really good yeah. now. Getting really good. A lot of people have been complaining again, of course, 
Oh, they shouldn't. Uh, they should have just made this into a movie. It's long. It's boring. It's shut the fuck well, up. Don't watch any shut of it. Shut up. And when it's all yeah, exactly all right, out, then watch it <laughs> yeah. as a movie. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It is. It's. It's hard to watch. I think it's harder to watch this one every like segmented than it was one division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I get, get it. Yeah. I get the. I get the complaints. But know, just I'm enjoying it. And yeah, just sure. if you don't, and if you, if that bothers you too much, just wait another two sure, weeks. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> and and then just watch like the whole thing, the whole lot together. Exactly right. And, and I think the I think the the um, part of the reason for it is the production values. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the production values on this stuff are so damn so good. good. They, it's movie quality. Well, yeah. Well, you sit there and you're watching. Well, particularly these ones because they're 50 minute long episodes. Yeah, you feel like you're watching a film. And then it ends, you're like, oh, shit, I was watching TV. <laughs> but I feel like yeah. it still doesn't have like that, you know, WandaVision, you get 20 minutes in, 25 minutes, and then it finishes and you're like, oh, shit. Like it's like really yeah. jarring. Yeah. It doesn't have that. It does feel like contained 50-minute things. Almost yeah. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, it's just like, oh, shit, yeah, I'm not watching a movie. I'm watching it's a little TV bit of a show. cliffhanger at the end, yeah. making you want it oh, next week. Yeah, I love it. It's really good. Yeah. I love it. This week this was good. fantastic. Mm. I have to say I'm loving what they're doing with John Walker. Who is the new Captain America? Yeah, everyone yeah. hates him. Everyone hates him, but yeah. it's that character you love to hate. Yeah, exactly. And the fact that everyone hates this character really shows that they've he, written the his, character. His, his character took a oh massive turn, turn last, last night. Yeah, won't spoil it for anyone for massive. those who are, are waiting to watch it or whatever. But fuck get it on it. Yeah, they're doing some good a, shit. It was a good episode. But yeah, with him, the fact that everyone hates the character shows that they've written this character so well. Yeah, like that's the intention. Yeah, like I think a few people at the beginning, maybe people like people who maybe didn't have an understanding of the character in the comics, because this guy in the comics is essentially again same thing. After Captain America dies in the comics, uh, this guy is brought in as the new figurehead. He's called the U.S. Agent, and he takes a bit of a twisted turn. And when Captain America comes back, they end up fighting, and he relinquishes the title. Yeah. Um, well, he tra- he takes the Captain America title. And then Captain America comes back and whatever, and then he relinquishes the title, something mm. like that. Um, so, uh, so people who knew, knew, know the comics and stuff understand where this character was going. But I think a lot of people who might not have that knowledge assumed that they were actually making this guy the new Captain America uh-huh. in the MCU. So a lot of people are getting really pissed off. Uh, but now I think people are starting to see where it's going. Yeah. Really good. And I tell you who else I love, Zemo. So good. Which one's Zemo? Zemo, man. The the guy that they've like broken out of jail and then he's helping. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, he's a good character. <laughs> yeah. I love Daniel he's Brawl. A, yeah. I love he's Daniel Brawl. He's a good Brawl. character. Yeah. Because he was in Civil War. He was the one that tried yeah, to right. break the Avengers yeah, apart yeah. in Civil War. And I was always annoyed. They didn't do much with him. But this is like the perfect example of Marvel finally paying off something that they set up like six years ago. Yeah. So good. And I always loved that character in the comics too, Baron Zemo, who was in the comics. He wore like a purple mask. So in the first, one of the first episodes of uh, this, um, when they introduced him, they called him Baron Zemo for the first time. I was like, fucking yes. Uh, good. That's so, what I had back. Well, I've never mask. read the comics, so yeah. I don't know. He's a really weird character in the comics and he does like weird time travel shit and whatever. Oh, but okay. Is like one of Captain America's biggest adversaries, like in the the war and all this shit. Anyway, mm. uh, yeah, so I like where that's going. Um, you know what else we watched TV wise this week? Deadwood update. We're back, baby. We done it. Yes, we're back. We're baby. back in the swing of it. Tuesday it's all night. Sam's fault. Yeah, Sam got Sam Sam's guilted fault. us. Sam yep. guilted us. Um, we're back onto it. First episode, season three. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was okay. It's uh, Jackson was right, the, the world's worst manager. He yeah. was right. You've got to watch Waco one Jacko. a week. Yeah. 
Yeah. One a week. One a week. It feels better. It's like, all right, Tuesday night, Deadwood night. Yeah. Let's wank it on. Mind you, we did get the Tuesday night and you, <laughs> when, said, you uh, said to me, oh, it's Tuesday. It's Deadwood <laughs> Tuesday. Oh, do we have to? Went, yeah, we've got to do it. Sam yeah. will get pissed off if we don't. Yeah, so we're doing it. NSA was okay. There's been a bit of changes in this season. Shit, I took my hat off. You took oh. your hat off. Oh, no. There's been a bit of changes in this season, I think, because um, well, they changed the director, apparently, so the visual styles were different. They're using different camera angles. Yeah. The lighting. Notice that straight away. There's a lot of, like, the lighting is a lot brighter. Everything just, like, that. that I feel like there's a lot of, like, really close angles, too. It's just weird. It just looks visually very different. But I reckon what they were probably doing was like, fuck, people hate this show now, so let's change it up a little yeah. bit and try and... It's just like, yeah, they've probably fucked up. Oh, yeah. we fucked up season two. Let's try and fix this yeah, and try, save it. Try and breathe and a little it was life too late, into it. I think. Yeah, too late because it got axed, obviously. But was, Spoilers. But, but, but that first episode, season three, was okay. Yeah, it was okay. I would say it was still boring, but it was okay. Mm. It was more but, uh, interesting. Uh, well, the, like the whole, you know, the way it was shot, you know, the production, yeah, it was, the stuff was was better. Kept inter- Yeah, for sure. It was better. Yeah. But we noticed that straight away. As soon yeah, as, I was like, oh, mm. it's, oh, it's like it's shot different. So I got on, I got on Google. I was like, and... Deadwood season three look different, and I put up like a Reddit thread of people like, oh, <laughs> yeah, <shit. laughs> people like, hmm, does this season look different to you? Yeah, they got a new director, whatever. So oh, yeah, there you go. There you go. So yeah, so we're back. So this week it'll be episode two, season three. Yes, there we go. So we'll get through it. There's like eleven episodes left in the movie. So we'll get through it in another yep. 12 weeks. Yep, we'll get it done. Not long. Not long. We'll get there. Ooh. Hey, <clears throat> you want to play another round of shite or all right? All right, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this. It's the game show that everyone's loving um, <laughs> well, on the podcast. Are, anyway. <laughs> well, we are. I didn't hear much feedback on it. But we, we must, must work out a way to get uh, some of the subscribers involved in this. Well, yeah, exactly right. Send us. Oh, yeah, that that'll be good. Because okay, let's let's talk about it for oh, anyone. I reckon who, what they, oh, sorry, you on. Well, I was going to say for anyone who wasn't listening last week, there's our new game show. It's called Shite or All Right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> okay, and basically, um, it we you we, we pull up a random film. We each will pull up two random films on IMDb. We play two rounds each. And uh, how IMDb works is it's got the URL imdb.com forward slash and it has like a catalogue number, which is seven random numbers, uh, which is obviously decided by however the movie's been inputted, whatever. Um, It starts with zero, zero, and then from there we just make up a random number. We pull up a couple of really fucking obscure things because there's so much shit on IMDb. There's thousands of movies and TV shows out there. You're most likely going to land up on some weird, obscure shit. Yeah, exactly. So the idea is we pull up two random obscure movies – and we take it in turns, we read the synopsis of the film to the other person, and the other person has to decide whether the film is shite or... All right, all right, all right. right. Dependent on the, um, the synopsis alone. No titles, no character names, no actors or any of that. That's right. Um, so it's like the old judge in a book by its cover. Mm. So it's a bit of fun. We had fun with it last week, so we're going to do it again today. Um, and oh, the the decider of whether a title is shite or, or right is dependent on the IMDb score. That's right. So zero to five point nine is shite. Um, six to ten is all right. All right. All and right. how we came to that, those who haven't, yeah, who just knew, is that when we go shopping for movies and shit, yeah. we'll get on IMDb and look at ratings. Yeah, yeah. Right. And if it's below six. Yeah, we'll think twice about buying it. Yeah, depending on who's in it and all that sort of stuff. We yeah, bought a yeah. couple 
you know, 5.2s and 5.1s yeah. or whatever, and they've actually been okay. Yeah. And we've bought a lot that are over six that yeah. have been... Yeah, didn't shit. Oh. Yeah, shit. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that's it. That, that, that's with it. How we've determined what's shite and all right. Yeah. So anything below six is you got to think twice about buying. Yeah. Anything above six, yeah, we'll go. Yeah, okay. Yeah, let's try. It's usually the deciding point. Yeah. So yeah, we can get what you're going to say. We can try and get subscribers yeah, um, yeah. involved. So I reckon what you can do is probably is uh, they can send in a catalog number. They can yeah, find yeah, one. Yeah. Just send the catalog yeah. number in. Yeah. And. We can go, you can take some and I'll take some yep. and we'll look through them and go, yeah, we'll use this, yep. we'll use this, we'll use yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, let's do that. All right, so send any any random IMDb catalogue numbers into, uh, send it to me on Twitter or Instagram or wherever you can get to me, davelypod at gmail.com, yep. whatever. And, so um, what is it? Is we'll it's it's IMDb. Well, it's IMDb. If you look at it, it's literally just like imdb.com forward slash title forward slash TT zero zero and then another five numbers. Right. So it's seven numbers. So anyway, if you go to any IMDb title, you'll see that that formatting of every um, of every title. So right, just okay. give us like a random catalogue number, TT00. Yeah. Anyway, so let's play a round of this. Who wants to start? Do you want me to start this week because you started last week? Oh, did I? Okay, yeah, yeah. you start. All right, I'll start this week. Um, we're going to have a look at this one right here. Okay, so I'll read I you this. I look that way so I can't see you. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to read you the synopsis to this. You've got to decide whether it's shite or right. Okay, so, Quarry. I've already read the character name, but it doesn't matter. Actually, yeah, okay. Quarry is a mysterious, articulate stranger who draws a cult-like following of local hippies. Rather than showing them peace and love, he has more sinister plans for them, as he is a vampire. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Just go again, just quickly. Quarry is a mysterious, articulate stranger who draws a cult-like following of local hippies. Rather than showing them peace and love, he has more sinister plans for them as he is a vampire. That sounds like absolute shit. So you're going to go with... (laughs) You're going to guess shite? Oh... That one. Yeah, you got it right. It is shite. Anybody in it? It has got no. It doesn't get anyone in that. Uh, Robert Quarry. I oh, say so Quarry is the name of the actor. Robert Quarry, Bill Ewing, Brenda Dixon, John Fielder, Bobby Pickett. Don't really know any of them. John Field is a name I know, but that's about it. Uh, this is a film that came out in 1972. It is, of course, a horror film, um, and it is um, called Deathmaster. It's got a 5.4, which settles it perfectly in that shite territory. Yep. Okay, you're next. Okay. In Transylvania... Oh, we got another vampire one. <laughs> well, yeah. Transylvania. What yeah. In Transylvania, yeah. a vampire scientist and his Ooh. oafish assistant mm-hmm. went uh, want a brain to transplant into a robot. And oh. when Inspector Clouseau arrives at their castle asking for directions, they decide to use his brain. Clouseau flees and they chase him around the countryside. Well, you've given me a character title there, so I yeah, know... But it's not that Clouseau. Really? Mm. Oh, so it's not like Inspector no. Clouseau's in the, no. black, the, the no. black Panther, the Pink Panther. Pink Panther? No, it's not. Oh, shit. So it it could, must be just a generic French well, maybe. <laughs> cop. Well, I haven't, well, maybe it was like one of those. I know Hammer Horror did a lot of movies where they like used uh, like character names and stuff, classic character names and shit, 
and just kind of like did their own version of the characters. So it could be like that, or as you say, it could be just a random French. Oh, so they want to read it again. They're going to implant a in brain tra- in Transylvania. A vampire scientist and his and his oafish assistant want a brain to transplant in, into a robot. And when Inspector Clouseau arrives at their castle asking for directions, they decide to use his brain. <laughs> Crusoe flee, flees, <coughs> and they, as and they chase him around the countryside. Okay, interesting. See, it's funny because I thought that doesn't sound like any Pink Panther movie no. I've seen. But then I thought because I did the animated version, I thought, oh, maybe it was one of the cartoons. Mm. Oh shit! It sounds really crap. Well, look at, but it could be fun. It could be. It could be the Inspector Clouseau. It could be maybe. a cartoon, maybe. Well, if it's a cartoon, then I'm going to guess that maybe it's all right. I'd say it. I'm going to say it's all right. You're going to say it's all right. Yeah. Okay. So you think it's all right? Yeah. Yeah, you may, but it may be shite. But it may be shite. If it's if it's an episode of the cartoon series, I reckon it might be all right because it's a quite decent series there. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, what's it called? It's called Transylvania Mania. Right, uh, and it is animated. Yeah, but it's only a short. Yeah, that's what I mean. Made, so, made in 1968. Yeah, so this is an episode of the Pink Panther oh, animated series. Oh, yeah. there you go. There you go. I didn't realise it was actually animated when I pulled it up. So. That's all right. Well, there you go. But yeah, so there's a seven-minute animated thing called yeah. Transylvania Mania. So that is a Pink Panther. Yeah, it's one of the Pink Panther shorts. That's oh, all right. There you, there you go. go. There you go. I'll, re- I'll read one now. All right. All right, all right. Um. Okay, this one. A zoologist... He's called to a construction site that has been plagued by snakes. He finds out that the place uh, once was the ancient headquarters of a snake-worshipping cult and that the same cult placed a curse on the grounds. Soon the zoologist and the workers find themselves under attack by hundreds of deadly snakes. <laughs> Sounds as bad as snakes on a plane. Yeah. Um... Oh, I think that's shite. You think that's shite? That's that, your final that answer? Sounds, sounds like shite to me. Yeah, it's shite? Yeah. 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 Another it stinker. It sounded like shit. Yeah. <laughs> Snakes on a plane. What's it? 4.9? It's, it's, yeah, it's a 4.9. It's called The Serpent Warriors. It's from 1985. It's a crime horror, um, and it stars Clint Walker and Eartha Kitt. Oh, really? Yeah. Who was, of course, um, played... Um, Catwoman in the original yeah, Batman yeah, series, yeah. Um, and Clint Walker did a lot of these older older films as well. Yeah, westerns, westerns. I was going to say western war and western war films. films. Yeah. Um, Ten Commandments. He was in Small Soldiers, apparently. The Dirty oh, really? Dozen, of course. Yeah. So there you go. The Serpent Warriors. Four point nine. Uh, absolute shite. Yeah. Do it again. Deserves just, it. Just for Jack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jacko. Okay. Like the Your next effect. one. Yep. <laughs> a black prostitute, a black prostitute, oh and gosh. a white revolutionary right. uh, must form an uneasy. Must oh, I can't read this? I'm reading it on an angle. Yeah, must form an uneasy alliance when they are busted out of prison and are pursued by gorilla uh, by gorillas, bounty hunters, and the army. You won't believe it, but I think I know this film. I think I know the film. Oh, because you're into some of the black... black I love the black exploitation, soul cinema stuff, yeah. Is this a Pam Greer film? Oh, because you can... You can't answer to... that, can you? Oh, yeah, I can ask... A, oh, I didn't say that. You can ask an assist um, for one... 
you can ask an assist for one one film, and the assist is that we can give the the an actor that's in it. I think Pam Grier's in this. She is in it. Yeah. Well, there you go. It's, you know yeah, it. I know this one. <laughs> oh. It's called Black Mama, White Mama. That's the one. Yeah. I have seen it and I loved it, but I don't know what the rating on this would be. The rating on it is. Uh, it's a shite. Yeah. yeah 5.6. I thought it might be. Yeah, a lot of them had really bad ratings, yeah. but they're like cult films. Some of them are great. Yeah, love they're really great. Stuff. I love the Pam Greer films. Yeah. Um, Friday Foster and Coffee and um, uh, what was that the one? Um, uh, like the main one she, she did. Um, um, the Sheba Baby and oh, just so good. Jackie Brown, the one she did Jackie with, Brown, um, that's with, right. um, yeah, with yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, well, yeah, there you go. Brilliant. I knew well, it. After <laughs> you, yeah. God, uh, what's what are the chances? What are the chances? There you go. As yeah. I said, you pull out some really weird, obscure shit, but sometimes you might know one. There you go. So that was this episode of Shite. Or all right, all right, all right. Oh, it was a bit of fun today. Yeah, it was good. All yeah. right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right. Um, okay, let's get into uh, a little bit of news. There's a lot. Been a lot that's dropped today. Um, overnight, particularly, I actually did this. Because we usually uh, record on a Friday. I actually spent yesterday morning, as I usually would, putting the the run sheet together for the for the podcast. Um, and I had to add a bunch more stuff tonight because they uh, this morning because they added heaps of stuff overnight. Some of it we'll just like skim through. Um, but there's been a lot going on in Hollywood again. It's almost like it's another one of those turning points where all the studios have finally decided, oh, "Fuck, we need to make another decision what we're doing with these movies." Yep. That's supposed to come out in a month's time. Um, so, firstly, Paramount has delayed a bunch of their movies again. Oh, really? Yeah. Most notably amongst them, um, of course, Top Gun and Mission Impossible. <laughs> Danny, you'd be happy. Danny. I was talking to Danny last night. Danny is a good friend of ours, my cousin's um, uh, partner, and he um, he's fucking loves Top Gun and, oh, yeah. and Mission Impossible, Tom Cruise shit. It's big time, um, Bogan. But, well, well no, yeah, just, just of course, like, you know, yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> but he fucking loves Top Gun, Absolutely like his favorite it. movie. He yeah. watches it multiple times a year. Apparently, uh, he had to, as soon as when he found out I had the 4K disc, he's like, "I have to, we have to watch it." So he was over like the day after I bought the 4K <laughs> disc. He's like, "We have to watch," it. so we watched it. Um, yeah, so Top Gun's been delayed. So obviously, yeah, I was saying I was talking to him last night. We saw him yesterday. And he was like, "Oh, Top Guns finally come out in July." I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." He said, "That's it. They won't. They won't change it again now, will they?" I was like, "Well, I don't know. Pro- well, probably not. It's getting a bit close. Um, they've pushed it so many times." He's like, "Ah, oh, that's it, man. It's going to be July. It's going to be so fucking good." I wake up this morning to Top Gun, <laughs> Top Gun delayed. I thought, "Oh no!" I text him. I said, "Mate, you jinxed it." You've absolutely jinxed yourself. He's like, well, you've got to be joking. He thought I was joking. I was like, no, mate, this is for real. Um, so, yeah, Top Gun Maverick has been moved from July to November. November 19 God. now. So it's like going to be like a Thanksgiving opening. Is it was a pandemic or? I guess so because, it be. I guess because things are still mm. rocky. Um, and Paramount haven't because Paramount's got Paramount Plus – they haven't really made any announcement as to whether they were going to put their movies on streaming or theaters or mm. or that. So obviously these big tentpole ones, they they want theaters only, and it's still not at the point right now where they can put these out. and They're going to make a shitload of money because yeah. these are billion dollar films. Oh, exactly absolutely. Right. They got to make the money back. On yeah, um, and you understand them. You understand that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Pushing it back to yeah, so they can make money. Well, these on. movies probably have, I would imagine, two hundred. 
ish, like between 200 to 300 million dollar budgets, yeah. and they would be banking a billion dollars at the cinema under normal circumstances. So, exactly right. they've got it. Just keep pushing them, keep pushing them, particularly Top and they're Gun. Probably thinking, geez, we break even, we'll be happy. Well, yeah, exactly right at this point. Yeah, uh, so Top Gun Maverick. Um, yeah, as I said, has moved from July to November 19. A Mission Impossible 7 has been moved from November 19, which is the date the Top Gun's moved into, um, until May 27, 2022. It's been pushed all the way to wow. like this time next year. Wow. Yeah, over a year. Um, and then Mission Impossible 8. They're both Tom. Both of those films, Tom Cruise? Mission Impossible. Yeah. Yeah. And Top Gun. And yeah. Top Gun, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Mission Impossible 8, so they've been filming them both like back to back. That was due out July. Oh, sorry, November twenty two, twenty twenty. That was due out November for twenty twenty two. Now it's out July seven, twenty twenty three. So oh. they've pushed it. Like it's just wow. like we've been saying. It's like this is going to have ramifications for years and yeah, years and years. Yeah, for sure. It's insane, especially if they just keep pushing this shit. Oh. Man, fucked. So that's a big one. That's another big one. But I'm you dying. Wouldn't, you wouldn't want to um, be relying on those films to make money to pay your mortgage, would you? No. No. But obviously Tom Cruise has got such a big push. I imagine he's been going. And a pocket load of money. Yeah. So well, he's funded these bloody things. Yeah, that's right. You know, mostly. And it's his production company and all that shit. You know, he's, and his boats, though, will live in Yeah. <laughs> Man, so I think he'd have a big push of being like, no, nah, fuck, you're not putting these on streaming. Um, but there's a couple of other Paramount ones, which was like a G.I. Joe spin-off called Snake Eyes, um, and a couple of other things have been delayed uh, for months and months. Mm. Um, Disney, however, though, have um, they've ramped up the, the, the uh, campaign for Black Widow again. Oh, <laughs> it's really? ro- It's rolling again, finally. Well, because a few weeks ago they announced that Black Widow and Cruella, uh, which is the um, 101 Dalmatians live-action thing with Emma Stone, they announced that they're going to cinemas on the dates that they had announced a while ago, but they're also going to Disney+. Plus. Right. So now Black Widow's around the corner. Uh, it's coming out on July 9th. It's coming out again, as I said, Disney+, Plus and cinemas. It's time that now they're like, we've got to start ramping this up again yep. after they did a year ago. Um, so they've released a third trailer for the film now. Cool. And um, this is the first trailer that specifically mentions that the film's going to Disney Plus Premier Access, which is the one where you got to pay thirty bucks for it. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people people have been complaining in the past that they've had to pay the thirty dollars, but I feel like Black Widow's one that a lot of people probably will just want to pay. Yeah, at this I point, I would think so. Um, so that trailer, the third trailer, went out. It got seventy million views in the first twenty four hours. That's not a record by any stretch because Endgame had 289 million in the first 24 hours. Shit, yeah. <laughs> really? Um, yeah, so that's got 70 million, but that's 13 million more than the previous trailer, which was released last April. Oh. So the interest is still there, and people mm. are maybe more interested now. It's like, fuck, we've just had one division, we have Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Give me another film. Give yeah, me a exactly movie now. Right. So people are keen to get on that Black Widow train again. And I've got to say, um, I've been one who's been like, I just don't care about this movie anymore. Not that I don't care. It's like I'm at the point where I'm like, I don't have hype for this movie anymore. Just release it. Just give it to me. But this new trailer was really good. Mm. And now I'm like, fuck yeah, I can't wait to see this movie now. It, when, it, when it gets closer to being released, you'll... I'll be hyped, man. Yeah, yeah. I'll be like a kid on sugar. Exactly right. <laughs> red, red Cordial. Yeah, Red Cordial. That's what I was looking for. But yeah, um, yeah, really good. Really good. Can't wait. The trailer's very good, and I'm very excited again. Uh, they all Disney also released a third trailer for Cruella. Mm-hmm. Technically, the second trailer, 
but in between the two trailers, they put out like an extended spot, like like a wasn't Super Bowl it was for one of the big football games. They played like a spot, or maybe right. it was like the Emmys or something. They or Golden Globes, whatever it was. They had like a TV spot. It was like an extended one, so it was technically yeah. like a, a mini trailer. Anyway, all of this has been in the space of a month. We've had like three trailers for this film, um, but this is coming out next month, I think. Cruella. I haven't written that down here, but I, I believe it's out next month uh, in May. Uh, so, but the, yeah, again, this is the first trailer for Cruella that specifically mentions the Disney Plus Premier Access. I feel like this is one that people are going to be complaining about um, that they have to pay the money for. They were just going to complain because they want to complain. Well, exactly right. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in seeing it. It doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't look great. I've been like on and off with the Disney remakes. Will so you pay for it though? Uh, I, me personally. Hopefully you'll get a screener. <laughs> well, I probably will get a screener. Well, maybe because they're doing this, because it's going to Disney Plus and cinemas. We'll probably get a cinema screening of it, I'd imagine. Oh, yeah, maybe. From Disney. Maybe. Um, me personally, I don't know if I would pay thirty dollars if I what like if I wasn't such a big Disney fan. I don't know if I would pay the thirty dollars for it. I'm not sure. I I I still am of the mind. I think thirty dollars might be a little much for Cruella. Well, definitely for that one particularly. Yeah. yeah, I think I think I wouldn't pay that. Yeah, for it. no. Yeah, I don't know. But, not, I won't be paying. But for again, it. I understand why they have to put that high price point on there. Exactly. And it's still cheaper than it's, going to the cinema. It's, it's fucking stupid. Why put 30 bucks? Put 20 bucks on it. If you put 20 bucks, like, there'd be more people. People are more it. likely to go, oh, 20, yeah, 20 bucks is okay. But once you get to 30, it's like, yeah, oh. Yeah, I know. But it's, know? it's also like, um, um, I fucking lost my train of thought there. Um, yeah, but no, I, won't, I wouldn't pay 30 bucks. No, I don't no think idea. so. Yeah, I don't know what I was going to say. But yeah, it's like, yeah, a bit much. Um, a specific, especially when you keep doing it, it's like every couple of months right. there's another. Like the first one, the first one they did, which was like um, I can't remember the Mulan. It yeah, was like right. just pay it. I'm just happy yep. to pay it. I just yep. want to see the movie because we're at the, like sort of at the beginning of the pandemic still a few months in. Yeah, it's like right. I don't mind it. It's fine. You understand why they got to charge thirty dollars. It's still cheaper than going to the movies. But now they're doing every few months. It's almost like. It's a bit much. Mm. It's a little bit much. I understand it would be, you know, you'd be paying to see it at the cinema or whatever, but I don't know. Especially now that we know that, like, two months after they put it on Disney Premier Access, you can buy a digital copy of it on Apple yeah, or Amazon right. or whatever for $30 and keep yeah, it, yeah. or that it will be on Disney Plus for free in three months after you've paid the $30, you That's know? Right. So it's after we, you know all this stuff, you can kind of collate, like, more of a... Idea. Yeah, see, and, for me, that Cruella, I don't care whether I say yeah, that or not, really. No. Um, well, I don't either, really. I'm not a huge fan of 101 Dalmatians. I'm not a huge fan of the live-action ones they did in the 90s, yeah, no, either. No, no, so, right. I don't know. But I love Emma Stone, and she looks really good in the role. So, I'm there for Emma Stone. Mm. But other than that, I'm, I'm not too uh, sure about how... You're a bit of a crush on be. Emma Stone. Yeah, I love Emma Stone. Mm. Love Emma Stone. She's great. It's funny, I was talking to Wacko Jacko the other day. He was like, you can tell your podcast listeners, I'll be there for Cruella just for Emma Stone. And Tim was like, oh, Emma Stone, my interest has peaked. Uh, but she's terrific. She's, fan- she's a fantastic actress, and I just love almost everything she does. Um, a- Easy A, do you remember Easy A? Yes. That is like one of I my favourite like, uh, uh, comedy films from like the last, I was going to say last decade, but it's probably more than 10 years old now. Uh, but I revisited that recently with Alicia, and Alicia loved it too. It's such yeah. a good film. Yeah, like, she's cool. amazing. So I'm there for Emma Stone. Um, and, uh, yeah, oh, actually that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, because Disney plus don't reveal anything about statistics or anything. So we don't actually know how well the, the premier plus thing is going. Mm. There've been reports saying that 
Premier Plus has been a bust, but they're oh, still persisting with me. it. But they're still persisting with it. So, and at that price point, so I don't know. I don't have this inside information. Mm. <laughs> I'm just going on what I've heard. But yeah, so um, it's it's interesting. But here's another thing: um, do they not put it out because they are because it is a bust, or do they just not put any? Well, out? that's the thing. You don't know. They don't put anything out unless it's like a really good, like oh, we've broken a record. Yeah. Oh, this many people have watched it. Oh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. This that is tells, the that most watched. A bust. Yeah, I reckon because they haven't specifically said anything on either of the, any of the films that have gone to Disney yeah. uh, Premier Plus just yet. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, but they have come out and confirmed that Jungle Cruise and Free Guy, these are two more of their big tentpole films. Jungle Cruise has had a bad man. Jungle Cruise was supposed to be out in 2019. Yeah. And then they pushed it to 2020 because they, cause they had it, I think they had it set for Christmas, Jungle Cruise, and they were like, no, this they so... Um, set on this movie being, it's I've obviously had really good reaction reception from um, focus groups and you know test audiences that they were like, no, this is like a summer film, so they pushed it into twenty twenty for summer, and then fucking COVID happened, yeah. and they just had to keep pushing it, and pushing it. Anyway, the adamant that's coming out July thirty. Free Guy is a film that's been caught up in the twentieth century Fox, um, um, what do you call it, buyout. Uh, this is a Fox, but one of the last Fox films that was part of that buyout package. It's got Ryan Reynolds in it, and he plays a guy called Guy who <laughs> wakes up one day and realizes that he is a non-player character in an open-world video game, mm. and he tries to escape. It looks really good. Sounds, it looks really, sounds, really good. Interesting. Um, but this is one that a bit again, like Ready Player One sort of thing. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, so he's like in a video game, or it's almost like a you know open-world game, which is like Grand Theft Auto, where you can just like walk around. Oh, and okay. just do whatever you want, right? And the non-player character is obviously just one of the just random people that's just background in the game. Up, background, background artist, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he wakes up and yeah, finds out that he's a non-player oh. character, but wants to become like the hero of the game. It looks really good. Yeah, it does. So seem this is yeah, a Fox film. It was supposed to be ages ago, and it's just been caught up in this, like New Mutants was, and whatever else that just got kind of got caught up in this whole thing. And Disney keeps pushing it. They're obviously they're obviously banking on this being a big film. You've so sold me, so Dave. Good. It looks good. I'm sold. There's a couple of trailers, and it looks really fucking good. Yeah. I'm um. Sold. So both of those are coming out. Jungle Cruise, July 30. Free Guy, August 30. They. Uh, 13, sorry. They have confirmed that it, they are coming out on those dates, but they're going to theatres only. They won't be going ah. on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. So interesting. Is this a sign that Premier Plus, Premier whatever it's called, Premier Access isn't working, or are they just betting on the fact that by this point things should be back to some kind of semi-normal that they're happy to put them in theatres and not Disney+. Plus. Well, here, here it might be okay. In the States, I don't think they'll be back to... Well, no. Jungle Cruise is going to be huge. Jungle Cruise will be in an enormous film under normal circumstances. It's got The Rock, who is the most bankable Hollywood star at the moment, mm. Dwayne Johnson. It's got Emily Blunt. Uh, it's got Jack Whitehall. Um, it's going to be fucking huge. It looks yeah. amazing. It looks like, like Pirates of the Caribbean kind of like pulp adventure shit. I can't wait for it. Mm. I've been dying for this movie for so long. Oh, man. But anyway, so they're coming out. Interesting thing, though, Godzilla vs. Kong opened, and uh, it opened at $50 million at the U.S. box office. Wow. Right. Yeah, which is huge for, like, pandemic-era box yeah. office taking. It's the biggest the biggest opening for a film during the pandemic. It opened to $9.6 million on opening day in the U.S. Mm. Uh, it's taken in $286 million worldwide. So um, that's pretty decent they'll taking. Probably, they'll probably make money on it. 
while they've probably covered the production cost, I imagine this is probably a $200 million film, maybe a little less, I'm not sure. Um, but you also have to factor in the cost of marketing, which they reckon could also be the cost of the film on top of that. Yeah. And then whatever yep. back ends and stuff. So they haven't made their money back just yet, but I think they probably will make money back on this one if it keeps chugging at this. Um, it's seen as a big win for theatres. It shows that people are keen to flock back. People are happy to go back and see a movie in the theatre. But it may also, but some insiders are suggesting don't get too excited just yet because it could simply just show that audiences just want to get out and see something. Mm. They just they would they just at this time they're so starved they just want to see something. Yeah, exactly right. Um, so I mean, how excited we were when we when we could go back into a cinema. Yeah, oh, fantastic, yeah. It's really good. And our first one back was fucking Peter Rabbit two. I'm like, <laughs> yes, back to the cinema, Peter Rabbit two. I can't wait. But it was almost like a twist of fate that because that was the movie we were supposed to see. That was the next movie we had tickets to when the pandemic closed. That's right. Oh, when the I mean, pandemic hit, closed yeah. everything. Yeah, and then right. yeah, so it was um, Godzilla versus Kong. They've got it down as budget estimated two hundred billion. Yeah, so it's sort of it's made its production budget back, but it hasn't made. I wouldn't imagine it would have made a profit just yet. Um, but look, Godzilla versus Kong was the perfect movie to get people back into cinemas. It's big, it's epic, it's yeah. explosive, it's so yep. much fun, um, and people are loving it. So that's um, when you really need to see in the cinema. Absolutely, I and think. I think people have realised that. And like, just get out to a cinema if yeah. you can, and it's safe, and you feel comfortable. Um, and now many insiders are also saying that this is how important the theatrical window is. And they're saying that this is proof that this like day and date model probably won't stick around after the pandemic. Mm. Now that it's showing that people are still willing to go Go and see a film at the cinema. Um, I think it might be like on a title by title basis going to the future. Big blockbusters again, like jungle cruise will be theaters only. And then the smaller things like maybe Cruella or whatever will go, um, straight to day and date, day and date streaming yeah. in theatres. I think that's probably what it's going to be like. Um, but they're also, people are predicting that the window between theatres and streaming will close. But, of course, we had Bob Chapek at Disney come out and like specifically say just that a few weeks ago, where mm-hmm. it was like, oh, yeah, the window's going to close because people are, because people now view movies as, as like content. They don't view it as like a film. Exactly right. So it's like people are viewing it as this piece of content that – where has it gone between me seeing it at the cinema and it appearing on streaming? Yeah. People see it as like it's gathering dust. Whereas years ago, we'd see a movie in a cinema and we'd wait a year for it to go on VHS. Yeah, that's right. Or two years to go on VHS and the windows just get smaller and smaller. It's down to about three months, two months now between theatres and streaming or theatres and physical media. Um, But, yeah, Bob Chapek was specifically saying this window between theatres and physical media or theatres and streaming People are viewing Closing. it like, why can't I watch the movie? Well, it's like the way people are so used to consuming their yeah. content now has like changed this yeah. whole thing. Yeah. It's insane. Uh, now, so- I mean, less people. I wonder whether less people are actually enjoying film on large screens. Yeah, it's weird. You know, it's that know. generation behind you that oh, yeah, to people, watch everything off their phone. On a phone, stuff. yeah. People are happy to watch a film on a phone. <sighs> Which, I watch stuff on phone, on, but it's yeah, just little. Yeah, it's little videos on Facebook. Yeah, exactly shit, right. Or YouTube, whatever. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, it's this new generation that's coming through or this new generation that's probably in their like teens now, mm. um, mm. who are just so used to watching shit on the phone and they're happy to watch a movie on the phone. That's right. Cause when I was probably 16 was when the first, um, maybe a bit younger, the first like video iPod came in. 
I remember sitting yeah, in class maybe. watching movies on an iPod. And our, uh, it would be me and Wacko Jacko and Tim. <laughs> we'd be watching like uh, Talladega Nights. Teacher come over like, what are you doing? Like, we're watching Talladega Nights. He'd be like, you done your work? Yeah. Oh, right, whatever then. Just let us watch our movie. As long as you did your work. That was always your problem. Yeah. Get your work done. Yeah. Early. Before, before everybody yeah. else. And then this happened. <laughs> you had to beat your teacher everyone. though. Yeah. You had to beat your oh, teacher. Yeah. This guy was fine. He was like, as long as you'd done your work, just whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, that was that was always fun. But yeah, so it's sort of I think that generation just after me that's probably like in their mid teens now are just used to that. They've their yeah. whole life they've watched films, well, you, movies you, you, on a phone. Just think, just think about it when they were when they were like you know two, three, four, five years yeah. old. They were probably sitting in the back seat of yeah. mum and dad's car, watching watching stuff off the yeah. off mum and dad's iPhone. Yeah, or an iPad or something. Or an iPad yeah. or whatever you know. So Jesus. that's what they're used to. Yeah. Now I'm feeling old. I'm feeling old again. It's happening again. But yeah, it is. It's true that that generation is now probably like in their mid-teens. Yeah. Um, yeah, quite possibly. You know, early teens or whatever, and just used to it. So that's like the future of the cinema audience. Wow. Weird. Um, now Sony has made a massive deal with Netflix. Sony is the only one of the major studios that doesn't have their own streaming service now. Of course, Disney has Disney Plus, Universal, NBC's got Peacock, you've got Paramount Plus, uh, 20th, well, Fox as part of Disney, of course, um, and you've got, uh, what else is there? There is, um, uh, Warner Brothers has their HBO Max. So all the major studios have their own streaming service. We said a few, probably a couple of months ago, we were like, Sony yeah. is the last one. Yeah, that's right. When are they making their move? They've had, like, part ownership in a few, like Crackle, I think they were involved in. Yeah. They were involved in something else. They had, like, a part. Well, they had in some investment Didn't in... Did something to do with Stan as well? No, I don't think so. I think maybe they might have had... I don't know. So, so no. They did. I don't know. But they've had like their, they've had fingers dipped in a few of these things. And it's just been a matter of time until Sony makes their move, whether they start their own streaming service or whatever else. What they've actually done is they've made a massive deal with Netflix. Mm. Um, this is from the, um, the Hollywood Reporter, because I'm too lazy to kind of... Say it in my own words. It's probably, just, it's probably saved them a lot of money by doing it this way. Well, probably. So Sony, this is via The Hollywood Reporter, Sony has inked a multi-year exclusive first pay window licensing deal in the US that will allow Netflix first pay window rights to Sony Pictures titles following their theatrical and home entertainment windows. Studio announced on Thursday, the typical pay one window is 18 months. So it's not specifically like... Um, you know, a model where they're going to put brand new movies straight to Netflix. It's this deal where all these Sony films will exclusively go to Netflix after, after they've, they've been to theatres. Yeah. yeah. Um, for theatrically released films, again, Hollywood Reporter, uh, the, for theatrically released films, the five-year pact will begin with Sony's 2022 state, a slate, which includes Morbius, Uncharted, Bullet Train, and the sequel to the Oscar-winning Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse. In the future, it will also cover installments from major Sony franchises uh, like Jumanji and Bad Boys. Sources tell The Hollywood Reporter that the deal is worth roughly $1 billion to Sony. Ooh. Yeah, because uh, we just know that Netflix just loves fucking yep. throwing money around. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Even if they don't exactly have it. And they're probably, yeah, they're probably bankrupt. <laughs> yeah. Still spending. Close to it. Uh, the streamer will, again, Hollywood Reporter, the streamer will have the ability to also license the rights to select titles from Sony's library, which includes Columbia's near-century-old catalogue, 
as well as other studio labels, TriStar, Sony Pictures Classics, and Screen Gems. So it's like they've they've opened the floodgates to the well, essentially the entire Sony catalog, mm. and they'll have this will be the place to go if you want to watch your Sony shit. Spider-Man and Bad Boys and Jumanji and all those big great things. Oh, yeah. They've done some terrific stuff. Um, The deal also means that Netflix has the option to finance a number of titles for the studio's motion picture division, which includes movies that Sony intends to make directly for streaming from inception or decides at a later point to license for streaming. Mm. So you can get a few original films on there as well that are Sony-made films. So you get some originals. You'll get some old shit. You'll get new stuff like 18 months after theatrical window, yeah. whatever else. So that sounds quite good. Good on them. So again, a huge slab of content from Sony. This will be your go-to place. It'll just take a little while for that rollout to happen, a little bit longer than, you know, Disney Plus where you wait three months after spending cinemas. Yeah, yeah. You're waiting a little yeah. bit longer. Um, Keith Legoy, Sony's president of Worldwide Distribution, says, At Sony Pictures, we produce some of the biggest blockbusters and the most creative original films in the industry. This exciting agreement further demonstrates the importance of the of that content to our distribution partners as they grow their audience and deliver uh, their, their audiences and deliver the very best in entertainment. Uh, Netflix uh, film head Scott Stuber says this deal not only allows us to bring Sony's impressive slate of beloved film franchises and new IP to Netflix in the US, but it also establishes a new source of first-run films for Netflix, uh, Netflix movie lovers worldwide. So that's uh, that's cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, so that'll be exciting. So it'll be interesting to see, because that's obviously a US-only deal. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the Sony stuff over here. But you're right, they might have a deal with, like, Stan or binge or don't think it'll be binge could be stan maybe stan they have a they've got a lot of great stuff now yeah yeah i don't know yeah i thought they i thought they had some deal with stan but it it might have been some other studio i can't remember now i don't know but it will have to it'll it'll have to um It'll have to happen some somewhere internationally, oh, exactly right. and I wouldn't know, I wouldn't be surprised if Netflix ended up picking up like worldwide yeah. for all that. It's uh, like down the line. Um, we were speaking about the Space Jam trailer earlier. Do you want to watch it and we'll talk a little bit about it? Sure. Space Jam 2. This is called Space Jam 2, a new legacy. It's, of course, got the legend, LeBron James, legend of the court, Um, and he stars against Bugs Bunny and all the Looney Tunes. Let's check out the trailer. Welcome, King James. I am the king of this domain. The only way you're getting your son back is if you and I play a little basketball. What is this? Ah! I need to assemble an elite team to help give my son back. I know what you're looking for. Welcome to the Space Jam. Welcome to the Space Jam. There you go. I like like his characterization. Yeah, the cartoon when he goes into Toontown. Because in the first one, when Michael Jordan goes to like the Toon World, he's just live action. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen that. Yeah, whereas this one, he, get, right, yeah, LeBron he goes in. Yeah. Looks pretty awesome. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. The old, a lot of the old gags, the old... Yeah, yeah. Classic gags the in classic there. Classic Warner Brother gags yeah. and shit. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I think it looks great. It's um, good to see that uh, Yosemite Sam's got his pistols. Got his guns back, yeah. Because people have been pissed off. Where's yeah, his exactly. guns? Sam, Yosemite Sam's got his guns. Um, Is Elmer in it? Elmer Fudd? Elmer Fudd's in it, yeah. And I... 
he was yeah he was pictured there at the beginning where you've got like the roster of the characters comes up on the screen okay. and he's holding his his shotgun. Oh, awesome! So they've got, <laughs> got their guns back. I haven't got too politically politically correct in No, um, there is a, like a whole thing going on that Pepe Le Pew isn't in the movie because there's been like uh, all these questions yeah. about like uh, whatever like um, and he's like, but the reason he was taken out of the movie wasn't for any, like, politically correct reasons. Yeah. It was just that apparently there was a scene that he was in it and he was being taught um, consent, right? So he, oh, so the, the, okay. whole, the, so the yeah, idea yeah, was it. that they weren't going to put him in there and uh, it's not that they've cut him out because he is um, we got problematic because the way they were depicting him was as if they were saying, well, we understand the character is problematic. Yeah. But they apparently just cut this scene for time. Oh, but okay. now everyone's like, it's blown up into this huge yeah, thing where everyone's okay. like, why have you taken Pepe Le Pew out of the movie? And there's a scene there um, where you've got fucking thousands of characters from all the Warner Brothers films. You've got like the Clockwork Orange people in there yeah, who are so murderers yeah. and rapists and all yeah. this shit. So people are like, why can you put them in there and not and Pepe, Pepe Le Pew? Pew yeah. Well, again, if you were going to put Pepe Le Pew, if, if the reason they took Pepe Le Pew out was for those reasons, yeah. I would understand that... I wouldn't understand it because if you put Pepe Le Pew in there, it's almost like, and you depict him like he used to be. If you go back and you watch some of those old Pepe Le Pew oh, cartoons, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, are yeah, very yeah. questionable. Oh, exactly. It's very questionable. Yeah. And even me as a long-time Looney Tunes fan, I look at that and I go, yeah, I understand why this character needs to change. Yeah, You can include him, but you've got you to change the character. Yeah. And they, I think they had the right part with but, but, that. But by changing him, it changes the essence of that character. It does, but I That's, think I think the way that they were going to do it in this film where like, they've got to teach him consent. He's apparently hitting on someone at a bar, and then LeBron <laughs> teaches him consent right at the bar. So I think that's a good way to do it, to kind of usher that into the new era where it's like, this is that character, but... It's, his actions are not okay. Right. Right. So anyway, that's not the reason that was cut. But I think that if you put that character in there as he originally was, it's almost like glorifying it. It's yeah, trying to say yeah, this yeah. is okay. But yeah. the fact that the Clockwork Orange guys are in there is almost just like it's just a cameo. They're not yeah. glorifying them. You understand that they're bad characters. It's not like they're a lead. I don't know. But I feel like it, it's just yeah. everything's just exploded too much and whatever else. Pepe Le Pew, geez. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm loving what I'm seeing in that. So many characters. This is why I was up to like 6 a.m., picking it apart, trying to upload my video in the end, and then it kept getting taken down by copyright. Mm. Oh, geez. Um, but what do you think? Is there too much in here? Have they shoved too much? There's like, like You get that feeling, don't you? Yeah. That they, they just tried to jam everything, everything in, in there. There's dozens of Hanna-Barbera characters, yeah. scores of them. You've got King Kong. You've got, as I said, just like Iron Giant. Iron Giants yeah. there. Um, you've got like the Thundercats. You've got Game of Thrones, the Wizard of Oz, the Matrix, Batman, heaps of Batman characters. Um, there's just random characters from heaps of other Warner Brothers films. Um, there's a lot of shit in yeah. there. Is it too much? Yeah, I th- if you want to sit there and try and you know yeah. pick them all out, yeah, probably. Yeah. But yeah. they're background. Most of it are all just all all background. background stuff. They're all, yeah. you know, um, uh, basketball audience yeah. crowd. Um, but yeah, they jammed a shitload in. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff. I saw your breakdown of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, that you put up what, yeah. a few days ago, and just thought, Jesus, there's a lot in there. There's yeah, a lot so of much. characters. So in I was there. picking apart for ages. Yeah. So I did one. There's a few breakdowns up there now. I did one. 
uh, my friends Austin Burke and uh, Chris Parker, 3C Films, did one. Chris, bloody Chris's one got on the trending page, bastard. Oh, uh, did he? Yeah. He got like 600, the last time I looked, 600,000 views or something wow. on his. Yeah. Good on him. Um, which is awesome. But um, I watched his and I was like, shit, he's picked out ones that I didn't get. And then he watched mine. He's like, fucking hell, you picked out these ones that yeah. I didn't get. Um, so there's just so much shit in there. And then Maybe you, you should at, do a collab with yeah, something Then you look like at that. Austin's one, and Austin picked out ones that neither of us got. Wow. So it's like there's so much in there. It's yeah. like it's so easy to miss. Um, but, yeah, it's there's a lot going on. I like the simplicity of the original film where you've just got the Looney Tunes. Yeah. Um, but I like this. I think this is going to be fun. Mm. This is going to be This is going to be a lot of fun. It'll give you a lot to sort of, you know, eyeball. And sort yeah. Of catch. Oh, oh, exactly shit. right. Yeah. Yeah. But as you said, it's all background. I don't think a lot of these are going to be like main characters. You'll just yeah, be yeah, like a, yeah. It's like Ready Player One, you know. Yeah, how that's they right. Yeah. Go into that thing and there's just yeah. like the DeLorean and the Iron Giant and just everything. Yeah. The Shining and all that yeah. shit. So I think it'll be background stuff. It'll be fun. I think it'll be good. Yeah, I think it will be. Um, but yeah, but they have they've jammed a lot in there. Yeah. A lot of shit in there. Yeah. Well, I was five when the first one came out, 96. Um, so it's that's a favourite of mine forever mm. and I love it. So I'm, I'm, I'm really dying to see this one. It should be, it should be good. I think it should be good. God. Um, but, yeah, as I said, a lot in there. It's going to be fun to just pick it apart and stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, here's a couple, a little bit of uh, movie news announcements and stuff, um, and then we'll we'll get to subscriber questions. Indy, Indiana Jones is back. Oh, no. <laughs> this is one that has been like – Leave it alone. This has been like a long gestating thing for ages where it's like, oh, it's happening, but – when it happens, it happens. Yeah. There's a term in Hollywood, apparently. I just read the book um, written by Rob Paulson, who's a voice actor, did just Animaniacs and uh, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and just dozens of things. Um, and he referred to that because Animaniacs was produced by Steven Spielberg. There's this term in Hollywood which is called Steven time uh, or Spielberg time. Spielberg time. There will be projects that are in the works – but they're on Spielberg time, which means they're happening, but they happen when Spielberg when decides, he gets when he it. gets around to it, because he's got so much on, I'll get around to it. So when they were told about the um, Animaniacs reboot, they were told this is happening, but it's going to happen on Spiel- It's going to happen on Spielberg, Spielberg time. Spielberg time. Yeah. Gosh. And then it was like ages until that reboot I actually he's got rolling. That right, hasn't he? Oh, exactly right. He's earned <laughs> it at this point. Um, so right. this is a movie that's been on Spielberg time for quite a while. Years they've been talking about it. Spielberg's not even attached as a director anymore. He dropped out a while ago uh, because it was gone through multiple like scripts. They've had like multiple screenwriters come in and done various versions of it. Obviously, nothing that Spielberg was really passionate about, and he dropped out a while ago. James Mangold is going to be directing this. He directed Logan. Ford v Ferrari, mm. uh, 310 to Yuma, Walk the Line, Copland. So he's directed some really, really, really good, good stuff. stuff. Yeah. So I'm kind of keen to see what like kind of gritty edge he can bring to an Indiana Jones film. Very disappointed Spielberg's not there, though. Ships, well, yeah, the fucking last one was dreadful, <laughs> wasn't it? So that's why I'm like in two minds. I'm like, God, I hated that last one. I okay, hate, but it was okay halfway through. Yeah, it was great for and half then, of it. And, and then, then the fucking spaceship appears and I just yeah. thought, oh, you're kidding. Yeah, awful. Um, so I don't know. I'm in two minds. I didn't like the last one. I'm a little bit off about Spielberg not being involved as a director, um, but I love James Mangold's stuff. So I'm going to obviously we'll give it a shot. Harrison oh, yeah. Ford is back. Sure. Um, this is probably the last time he'll be playing Indiana Jones, I'd imagine. Um, How old would he be now? He would. He'd have to I be don't 70s. even know. Well, it have to be at least. 
Let's have a look. Harrison Ford, 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 age, 78 years. Um, oh, yeah, I share a birthday with him, almost. Um, and he was born 1942, so he'll be wow. 79 this year. Yeah. God. So this will be the last time he oh, plays Indiana Jones. I think so. Because they haven't filmed, they haven't rolled cameras. I imagine it'll, they'll start rolling very soon. Um, not to be ageist or anything, but like this guy's going into his 80s. Oh, exactly right. So by the time they've rolled this, and by the time it's out, it's July 29, 2022. He's be 80. He'll be 80 by the time that movie's out, and by the time they start thinking about another movie. Mm. And look at the gap between this one and the last one, like yeah, 15 right. years or whatever it is. This guy can't be doing Indiana Jones at 85 years old. It'd have to be his son or grandson yeah. or something to take Well, they it tried over. to do that with um, Shia LaBeouf That's in the last right, yeah. one. They tried to like set him up as the next, and it yeah. never happened. Um, but anyway, we talk about this because they've just announced that Phoebe Waller-Bridge is going to be part of it. She's going to be like the female lead of the movie. Uh, you would have seen her in Fleabag. She did a voice in Solo. We haven't watched Fleabag, but she's the okay. lead star in that. Um, she, I've got a picture of her there. You might recognize her. She's been in stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah Solo, yeah, a Star yeah, Wars yeah, story. Yeah. She did a voice in. She was in Goodbye, yeah. Christopher Robin, Man Up, which was that film with Simon Pegg. Um, she's done a bunch of TV stuff, so mm. we've just seen her bits and pieces. She's very good. Apparently, Fleabag is fantastic. People love it. So it's like we don't have great it. Show. Don't have it. No. no, I think it might be on Netflix or one of the streaming things. I like, think it's one that I don't think you can get on Blu-ray. Can you? Yeah, I think I think only DVD. I've seen the DVD. Yeah. I don't know if you can get the Blu-ray though. But apparently, it's very very good. Um, I like her. I like her stuff. Um, so I'm keen for that. Um, and even though we don't have Spielberg on board, we've got John Williams is back. Now, this is a man who's been so prolific and he just pumps out scores left, right and centre. You know how old he is now? Maybe 80-something. 89. Wow. He turned 89 this year. He's and still, still working. Good on yeah. him. Yeah. Fucking good on him. Good man. on him. His scores are as good as ever. Yeah. He did all the last Star Wars, right? the last trilogy. Well, he, he writes to a formula. Really, right, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. So once you write to a formula, you're not going to yeah. get it wrong. But Jesus, imagine that. Like 90 years old, you're still... Just still writing music like yeah, that, yeah. And those that that those scores for the last three Star Wars films were terrific, and mm. like even creating like new themes and new motifs and stuff, incredible. Like Ray's theme from the Force Awakens, obviously carries through. Mm. He's like one of the best Star Wars themes ever written, and this guy is incredible. So he's going to be back now. He's come out and said he's not doing any more Star Wars films ever again. That's it. So I imagine. Indiana Jones will probably be his last, like mm. Indiana Jones, obviously, where they do another one ever again. But um, this guy's earned his retirement, but he obviously just loves doing what he's yeah. doing. Could you, could you imagine having done what he does his whole life? Mm. Like he would have been, what, in his 20s when he started yeah. probably. So he's done it for the best part of 60, 70 yeah. years. Could you imagine the understanding of the structure oh, of music he would have? Well, this guy, right? if you oh look at God. his, I was looking at this not long ago, and because he's done all the work with Spielberg and Lucas and all that shit, you look at, like, as prolific a director as Steven Spielberg is, like, you look back at the films that um, this guy has scored, right? So I'm here on IMDb. He's scored 155 films. In... The space of like 1974 to like 1980 alone, he did the soundtracks for Jaws, Superman the movie, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, Dracula, 
1941, Raiders of the Lost Ark, E.T., um, just in that space of like not even 10 years. Yeah. Incredible stuff. Wow. Incredible brain on this guy. Um, and he does most of Spielberg's films, of course, and he did all the like main Star Wars films and just incredible. So it'll be, it's going to be great to have him back. And obviously, oh, man, I was supposed to see him in concert. Yeah, that's right. This is one of those things I'm just so – I will always be so devastated about. He did a concert at the um, Albert Hall in London while mm. I was over there and Alicia couldn't get tickets for me when they first went up. Um, but she was like – she rang them and was like, is there any way I can get tickets for John Williams? And they're like, well, closer to the date there will be – we'll open more tickets up yeah. basically. She's like, you know, on the – on the QT, on the yeah. down low. <laughs> so when it got closer to it, she rang again and said, are there any more tickets available? And, of course, people like return tickets and stuff, so more stuff. They were like, call back tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow really? morning at certain time, call back. We're going to have more tickets on sale. So we rang back like first thing in the morning, secured tickets. I was like, oh, my God. I was thinking this is going to be the best night of my life. I was like he was going to be doing all his like – the themes from all these films. I was thinking, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be fucking loving it. Star Wars, E.T., Superman, Back to the Future. Not Back to the Future, but fucking just all those uh, those fucking huge films that I grew up with. I'm going to be there. Indiana Jones, I'm going to be there. He's going to be playing them all. He got sick. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he got ill and um, he couldn't come out, unfortunately, which is very, very sad. Yeah. Uh, like you can't be angry or annoyed about it no, because the guy was exactly sick right. and he's, oh, as we said, he's like nearly 90 years old. But it was just like, oh, man, uh, so sad. Opportunity lost. Opportunity lost. Um, but, yeah, but like he couldn't travel. He was he was sick and couldn't travel, which you can understand. Mm. They offered, they did still do the show, but they had another composer come out and do it. And they offered you, you can either go and see it or you can um, return your tickets I considered it, but I was like, it wouldn't be it's the not same. The same and I was thinking I would not have, because they turned into like a tribute to John Williams, a night for John Williams. And I was thinking I would not have purchased the tickets if that's what it was from the beginning. Yeah, exactly right. And I knew it's I, like going to see, a, you know, an Elvis Presley yeah, impersonator. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking like I would be sitting there the whole night going, this should have been John Williams. Yeah. But I've. I played in bands before, like symphonic yep. bands yep. at school and shit. And I understand that under a different composer, no matter even if the music's written the same on a page, a different composer can compose, can conduct that music yep. very differently to yep. another one. And I was just thinking, like, even if it's minor differences, you would just know this is not John yeah, Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I passed, we passed on the tickets. And they played on the radio, actually. They did, like, a live show. On the, so we listened to it on the radio. Mm. It was nice. But I was like, I'm glad it wasn't mm. – I'm glad it didn't go. Um, but, yeah, that was so disappointing. I think it's the first time you've ever said that you were in a symphonic band. Were you? I don't know. It might be. <laughs> yeah, I played the saxophone for many years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it was all classical, wasn't it? All it's all classical, classical music, yeah. And then, and away from that you were you were doing jazz. Jazz, yeah, like jazz, <laughs> and they didn't like it. They, they hated, oh, yeah, they they hated, hated it. Play. I remember playing, like doing a warm-up one day, playing Blues Brothers. They came and like took my book off me, like you can't be playing this here. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> they took it off. They're like, we don't like that. There was a jazz band there, but it was like, if you want to play jazz, you've got to be on jazz band time. Yeah. Piss off, guys. And then I wanted to be in the jazz band. 
but you had to be in the symphonic band and the jazz band. I was like, I don't even have time for symphonic band alone, yeah, let alone yeah, jazz yeah. band as well. <laughs> so I left the band in the end. Anyway, <laughs> I haven't picked up the saxophone since, sadly. I reckon I could still play it, though. Nah. I reckon I could still play it. G-A-B-C-D. I'm going to drag it out. Yeah, I reckon I could play it. it I reckon I could still play it. I can still read music. I can still read print sheet music. I guarantee I could still play a saxophone. Um, So, yeah, I'm looking. I I don't know. There's so much going for this movie, but there's also so much against it. Indiana Jones 5. Mm. I don't know. I think it'll be one that I get excited for when it's coming out and you see it. Anything like the last one, I don't want to know about it. Yeah, I know. That was just appalling. It was terrible. first half was great. Yeah, and then the aliens come in. And then the aliens come in. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake. Here's a movie I am excited about, though. Just a just a little one that I thought I'd throw in at the end here. It's a movie. It's going to be called Ticket to Paradise. It's just been announced. It's from Universal. It's going to open on September 30 in theaters. It stars Giorgio Clooney, George Clooney, oh. and Julia Roberts, who we talked about last week. Yeah. Um, they are playing a divorced couple who come together to stop their love-struck daughter from making the mistake they once made. <laughs> Along the way, uh, they learn about surprise second chances. Uh, the daughter is going to be played by Billy Lord, who is Carrie Fisher's daughter. Oh, really? And we've seen her in we've seen a lot of stuff recently. Oh, yeah, yeah, we have too. She was in because um, she was in Booksmart. something we watched and you told me who it was. I thought, oh, yeah, really? Booksmart. I think she was like a really crazy party yeah, girl yeah. in that one. Um, she's in a couple of TV series. Um, I think she does the American Horror Story show now. There's a new one on Disney that's just gone on Disney Plus. It's called um, Scream Queens, made by the same creator as um, as American Horror Story. Um, and that looks really good. They've just put the first two seasons on Disney Plus Star, so I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, but, yeah, she was in the last few Star Wars movies as well, just kind of as like a background character. I can't even remember the name of her character in them, but um, but she's really good. And she's definitely got her mother's like charm, yeah. That real sort of that wit and that, uh, yeah. Charm. And if you look at her, you can see her mother in her, yeah, for sure. So yeah, she'll be. Uh, that's how I'm looking forward to that. I like all of them: Clooney, Roberts, Billy Lord. Um, it's going to be directed by Old Parker, who directed Now Is Good, Mamma Mia Two. Um, but he wrote both of those as well as wrote the Best Exotic Marigold Hotel, which is a great film. Lieutenant Connick's. The Teneconics, that's right, yeah, in Star Wars. Star Wars. Um, and this makes five, this is the fifth movie Clooney and Julia Roberts have been in together. Really? Yeah. They did Oceans 11 and 12. Yeah. She wasn't in 13. Interesting. I don't remember that. I don't remember those movies, but yeah, apparently she wasn't in 13. Uh, she did Ocean 11, 12. She was Tess. Was she Tess in that? Was that her name? Uh, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, they both did Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, which was terrific. That's that one with Sam Rockwell, where he's the late night talk show host yeah, yeah, slash yeah. spy. Yep. Uh, but they were like, like Danny DeVito was in that. So it was like heaps of people, heaps of big actors. It was George Clooney's first directorial role. Oh, so right. he had all his mates come in. They just played like small roles. Yeah. Uh, so I can't remember if they actually shared screen time. It's been a long time since I've seen the movie. And they also did Money Monster, which was a movie from a few years back. Don't really remember it. We watched I it. I don't remember it. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. That'll be good. Mm. There's not enough of these like little rommy commy kind of things anymore. Yeah, with like yeah. these classic actors that you just love, yeah, like exactly Clooney right. and Roberts, or you know, like Tom Hanks and mm. Meg Ryan or whatever those. Kind of, so I love it when a little thing like this comes along. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so let's kind of go to cinemas and we'll watch that. We will watch that. I'm not sure if anyone out there, listen, everyone out there is, that's listening will be as excited, but it's no. the kind of thing I love. It's funny now because I notice now that all these actors that I grew up with are like older now and it's just weird for me to see it it's almost like when i go back and i watch a film with like humphrey bogart 
or John Wayne and you see they're a lot older than they were in those early days yeah. and you're like, these actors who were like this next well, couple of generations down are now in that phase of their career now yeah, where they're doing right. these films as they're older but they're still good and they've still got that charm. Yeah. As someone like Julia Roberts or, or George Clooney, they still got that charm they had like 20 or 30 years ago. Um, it's so good. So I'm looking forward mm. to that one. Let's do a few subscriber questions and we'll uh, round out the podcast for today. We've got quite a few awesome. in here so we'll get through as many as we can. Cool. Okay, we got one, another one from Je- uh, Living My Jeff Life. Yeah, Jeff B. Also known as Jeff B. B yeah, been, been around for years. Yeah, forever. How are you, Jeff? Love Jeff. G'day, Jeff. Uh, hey, Dave. Jeff here. Hey, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's American, is he? He is American. Hey, yeah, Dave. Yeah. Jeff here. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he sounds like too. Does we he speak to him? Remember on that chat we did with the patrons? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. awesome yeah. guy. Great guy. Well, as bad as that. American accent I just did was, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, just wondering if you've heard of a cartoon series called uh, Novel Tunes. Yeah. Produced by Paramount and famous and famous studios from 1943 to 67. I'm only asking because I can't believe I just found <laughs> them in my 30s. Love from Pensacola. We're still recovering from Godzilla. <laughs> Good on you, Jeff. Uh, yeah, of course, I've heard of these guys, of the Novel Tunes. They were produced. Famous Studios was the... Um, when the Paramount Studios, um, but the Fleischer Studios were making cartoons for Paramount and they were just wildly over budget on all these projects they were doing, like they did a, their first feature film, went so far over budget. Their cartoons weren't making any money anymore other than the Popeyes and Paramount, who were distributing their films and were part, owner, part owners in their company, called the loan. They owned too much money to Paramount. Oh, Paramount called the loan <laughs> and said, that is it, you're out of here. They took complete ownership of Paramount, of, of uh, the Fleischer studio, kicked the Fleischer brothers off, and they reformed the studio anew with all the old staff members and called it Famous Studios. And one of the first projects that they did at Famous uh, was this series called Novel Tunes. Essentially what this was was an older series that the Fleischers were doing called Colour Classics, which was basically like a rip-off of Disney's Silly Symphonies, which were like short, just yeah. like one-shot yeah. short films. Um, so Paramount and Famous, Paramount's Famous Studio, rebranded these as the, um, as the novel tunes, and they used this as a vehicle to produce short, uh, short films starring the characters from Harvey Comics, which they had just bought a massive licence to. So you've got characters like Casper the Friendly Ghost debuts in novel tunes, uh, Wendy the Good Witch, Little Audrey, all these characters like this. So all those old classic cartoons with like Casper and Wendy and all that, they were part of this novel tune oh, series right, initially, okay. yeah. They did later get rebranded. They sold them off to like a TV syndicate and the TV syndicate rebranded them and all this shit. Mm. So, Jeff, I would imagine you've probably seen a lot of these earlier, but they may not have been branded under that Novel Tunes name, I think. Um, but, yeah, of course I've seen them. Well, I've spoken about them quite a bit. In, I, well, we do, I, I dived into it in the Casper cartoon evolution. But, yeah, there's some really fantastic car- uh, uh, cartoons in there, like Technicolor cartoons and shit. So, I wonder if that answers but, his question. Probably. Yeah, I have heard of them, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, one from Tom Boudane. Yep. Uh, have you seen many Coen Brothers films? <laughs> yeah. Hasn't. Yeah. Uh, and if so, uh, which are your favourites? I just watched a, seri- a Serious Man and loved it, uh, even though it was... Uh, even though it was puzzling as heck. Yeah. My other favourites are Barton Fink, Fargo, mm-hmm. Miller's Crossing and The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Yeah, we haven't watched that one yet. Buster that's Scruggs, one on haven't seen that one. No, yeah, right. it looks good. Um, yeah, Coen Brothers has got to be good. Yeah, we've seen most of their stuff. 
Yeah, I love this stuff. Almost everything. Fargo. One of your favourites, yeah. Fargo is one of my favourites. Written down a few. Oh, Brother, We're Out. That was oh, one of your favourites. We've spoken about that a few times. True Grit is one of my favourite films of the last decade. The Man Who Wasn't There is another one. No yeah. Country for Old Men. That's a, love that. That's a beauty. You love this next one. Inside uh, Lewin Davis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was Oscar a Isaac. Terrific. Yeah. Uh, Bridge <clears> of Spies. Yeah. Hail Caesar. Fantastic. Yeah. So uh, Big Lebowski, you know, just a I'm classic. Not, I'm not huge on Big Lebowski. Oh, I love it. A lot of people hate me for saying that, but it's oh, one that I've just not. I think I have to watch it again. But it's one that I just didn't click with me on my first few. Yeah, and I was the same. <coughs> when I first saw it, I was you know, quite a bit younger. Yeah. Um, but when I watched it later, yeah. um, I actually really connected and thought, yeah. wow, yeah, it's a really good film. What's his really name? terrific it. in that, though, Jeff. Um, uh, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges, yeah. yeah so yeah. good. And uh, what's his name? The big bloke. Um, John Turturro's in it. Oh, the big guy. Oh, John Goodman, yeah. John, Goodman. John Goodman's in it, yeah. yeah. Forget that because yeah. they're the bowling buddies. Yeah, yeah shit. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Raising Arizona. Yep. Miller's Crossing and Barton Fink. Yeah. Yeah, Barton Fink's right. a great film. So good, yeah. That's a great film. That's yeah. John Turturro in that yeah, one. Yeah, John Turturro yeah. and John Goodman. And John Goodman, yeah, yeah. that's right. Really good, really yeah, good. Yeah, so yeah, so there you go, Tom. We have yeah. watched a lot of his stuff. <laughs> a lot, a of, lot of, of their stuff. Most of them. I went yeah, through exactly their IMDb, right. most of Great their stuff. films. But we just definitely got to do Buster Scruggs. I yeah. didn't know about that one. Yeah, well, that was made as a, they were originally, they signed up to Netflix to make like a mini series. Yeah. And they were going to do each, it was like an anthology thing, so each one was a different story. And then they were like, no, we're going to just make it a movie. So it's like an anthology film. So it'll be oh, interesting. Awesome. Yeah. We also got to watch one called Blood Simple. Which is their first movie ever, apparently. It's amazing. I've got it on Blu ray, haven't watched oh, it yet. Okay. So we've got to check that out. Uh, next question, uh, Raza, Razor, mm. Razor Hyder. Yeah. Uh, do you have a job outside of YouTube um, and your podcast? I'm curious because I don't know how to make mm-hmm. uh, a living out of YouTube. Just YouTube. I'm not. I'm actually not allowed to go into specifics of like how much I'm making or what I'm making or whatever else. Is I actually against anyway. terms. I wouldn't anyway. Um, but no, this is it. This is like full time for me at the moment. It does take a while to build up where you're making enough money you can live off. I'm not saying I'm making a heap, but it's no. like a comfortable thing. It's like sort of comfortable. I don't know, but it's un- enough to keep going and pay what I need to pay and whatever. Oh, your Blu-rays. Um, no. Buy Blu-rays and whatever <laughs> exactly else. Right. Um, but, it, yeah, it is. It's not a thing that you've got to go into expecting you're going to make a lot of money out of. As Well, we've said this before. People yeah. ask, how do you sort of make money and all that yeah. stuff? Or you don't go into it make, trying to make no. money. That's it's a bonus. something that's a bonus that if you if you're if you're build persistent a, yeah. if you're persistent and build and you know keep going with it, yeah. um, you got to have a good support network around yeah. you and all that sort of shit as well, you know. So uh, uh, the Dave's uh, like he doesn't pay rent and stuff like yeah. that. So those I, things, those all those sorts of things help as well. Shall I bloody move out? That's going to be the next thing. Uh, was going to move out with Alicia be, last year. Well, yeah, exactly right. We were thinking about it, like, like, but then the pandemic, of course, my girlfriend lives over in England and we've been separated through the pandemic, so that's put a hold on us moving out and it's been 15 wherever months else. now. Yeah, disaster. Anyway, um, anyway um, but yeah, so it's like um, 80% of what I earn now is like older videos that are still ticking in the background. Yeah. So whatever I do every month is like just – adding on top of that. But it's like, yeah, uh, uh, even like the biggest YouTubers don't make most of their money from YouTube, from AdSense. Right. It's from sponsorships and all this kind of shit. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, every now and then I might get a little sponsorship that does pay a little bit, which is mm. a nice little bonus, but it's not a lot. But I am full-time with it. I don't have another job at, at, at the moment. No, that's right. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, it's like, yeah, one of those tricky things. Mm. Uh, you got to be prepared for, you know, 
money to be up and down month by month. Yeah, exactly right. So, yeah. Uh, Muppet Megamix. Yeah. What is your favourite Warner Brothers uh, brand that isn't cartoons? And what is your favourite Nicktoon that isn't Ooh. SpongeBob or Avatar? Warner Brothers brand, oh, jeez. I don't know if it's a brand per se, but I love the classic Warner Brothers films. I think Warner Brothers made the best films in classic Hollywood, mm. like their gangster films, the film oh, noirs, yeah. the classic westerns, all that shit, that, like the Bogart films, and James Cagney and John Wayne. Uh, get your bingo cards ready for all these actors you've never heard of out there, guys. <laughs> you can get your bingo cards at oldmaterick.com. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I think that's, that's probably my favourite stuff from Warner Brothers, like that old class, those classic films. Um, my favourite Nicktoon, what about you, Warner Brothers? You talk about Warner Brothers, if you can think of anything. No, not really. Not really. Not really. No. Batman? Batman? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Batman. Yeah, yeah they got the DC stuff, yeah. yeah. Batman, Superman, all that shit, yeah. Probably, yeah, Batman, Superman. Yeah. I love, oh, what, they, the, I love what they're doing with the DC. Well, I don't love what they're doing with the DC. Well, the Christopher the Nolan moment. Batman. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah, that yeah. was the best, so the best part. That was yeah. fantastic. Although Superman's my favourite superhero yeah. of all time. Nolan. But, but the but the but those Nolan Batman films are the best. Gotta watch them again. The best version of them. I don't think we watch them in here. No, How to no, do that? I don't think we have. I actually don't think I've watched Dark Knight Rises since it was in cinemas. Wow. I saw it in cinemas like three or four times wow. and didn't pay once. Can't remember why, but I didn't pay once. Oh, they got a screening. Walked I got in a, the outdoor. Huh? <laughs> Walked in the outdoor. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I got a, I think I had like a critic screening and then I had, I must have had like a free, like a voucher thing. And then the third time I saw it with Lockie and he had like two free tickets. I was like, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. So I didn't yeah. pay for it once. Um, okay. Nick, oh, and Nick my favourite, Nick Toon. Would probably be the Rugrats. Oh yeah, without doubt. Yeah, without doubt, that'd be yeah. one too. Or Rocco's Modern Life, which was I loved. Yeah, a little Wallaby. Yeah, no, but Rugrats, Rugrats was fantastic. Yeah, uh, Tiny Man. Hey, Tiny Man. Haven't heard from Tiny Man for a while. For ages, yeah. Yeah. Favorite movie. The favorite movie of the, oh blah blah blah. <laughs> favorite movie of the year so far. Love your content and podcast, by the way. Oh, I don't thanks, know. If thanks, Tiny Man. Thanks, Tiny Man. I don't know if we've seen. That many movies from this year. I'm going to sign into my letterbox. This is the great thing about letterbox is that you can pull up um, your statistics and it shows you what movies you've watched from this year. <laughs> um, so if I go to my statistics, it'll pull it up. Uh, we've got to go to 2021. Um, movies we've watched this year uh, that have come out this year include um, The Little Things. Uh, was, it was all right. Tom and Jerry uh, coming to America. Uh, a Judas and the Black Messiah was very, very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Godzilla vs. Kong was a lot of fun. Raya and the Last Dragon was great as well. Um, and the Billie Eilish documentary, if you want to count like a documentary, was really great. I don't know. I'd say maybe Godzilla Kong is yeah, probably my yeah, favourite this so. year. Yeah. It's just a big, fun, yeah. stupid blockbuster that yeah. was just great to get back and see exactly in the cinema. Right. Um yeah, I'd say Godzilla vs. Kong so far. Mm. Versus Kong. I've been slammed in the comments a few times because I've said verse instead of verses on my cartoon evolutions. People get really annoyed. Yeah. Well, they're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, next question. Yeah. Galactic Law. Yeah. I have two questions. Do you still like Star Wars? Uh, yeah, I do still like Star Wars, but I don't do content because it's not worth it anymore. No, I just hate the toxic I just hate bullshit. the shit that goes on in the comments, yeah, exactly and it's just right. it, I just don't have a passion to talk about mm. it anymore. So I enjoy my Star Wars in my private time <laughs> these days. Exactly right. <laughs> and uh, and do you plan to to con- 
Do you plan to continue pop culture evolutions? I do plan to continue them. Of course, my first one did the Superman one. Didn't perform very well. It's slowly ticking. Slowly ticking. It had a It'll little, be a slow burn. It had a spike this week. So it's going, yeah, quite, it's going quite well. Um, I will do pop culture evolution. But the, the idea for that was that I would just kind of rotate between them and I would do them when... When the time warrants it. Um, So I'll go between them. I don't know if I've got another one planned for a while, but I will return to that eventually, yeah. Mm. Ellen Driver. Yeah. First of all, thank you for reading my question last week. Pleasure, Ellen. Thanks for writing in. Okay, now for my my question. Yep. Is stop motion still going to be a thing in the future? Mm. Aardman is one of the last companies to make stop uh, motion animated films, but... Will they stop in the next 20 years? Well, I spilt my what's left of my water. Um, I don't think so. Ironman is a, is a company that's been built on their stop exactly. motion animation, yeah. and I don't think they could survive without it. Even though it is like an, a really archaic form of making yeah. films, there's just something so special about it. I don't think, it'll, I don't think they'll, they'll kill it off, even mm. though it makes so long to make the films and whatever. I think it'll, I think it'll myself, I think it'll be just something that, becomes an art form. Well, yeah. Well, that, 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 you know, it doesn't really get, you know, because everybody's into the computer animated yeah. stuff and all that sort of shit now. Well, they're starting to do a little bit of it now, actually, computer-generated stuff. Yeah. So I think I think it'll, as, as a major as a major mm-hmm. film um, format, Yeah. I think it'll die off. Oh, yeah, well, you don't get that many it'll of them just, anymore It'll just anyway. be small. It's just like as Alan said, they don't, stuff. they're the, like, the, really the only ones doing it now. Yeah. And you only get a film from them every like four or five years. Yeah, it takes them that long to fun. make them. Yeah, exactly right. I think they'll keep doing they it. Did chicken, was it chicken they run? did Chicken Run, yeah. yeah. Chicken Run and the Wallace and Gromit shit. And mm. I love Wallace and Gromit. So well, that's great, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I, think they'll, I think they'll keep doing it, but yeah, maybe... Yeah, maybe in like a smaller because they're doing a TV series at the moment, which is completely CG animated. That's the first mm. CG animated thing they've done in house. Uh, they have done a few CG animated things in the past, but they've been handled by the studios. Yeah. So now this new one is the first one in house. So that probably right, opens okay, up. Yeah. I would, know. I would think it'll die off, and it'll only be yeah. it'll only be something that students and well, students do, and, and small art, small art house sort of. I see. Films maybe and, they'll just do like short films. Yeah, exactly right. I don't know. You won't have feature length. I wouldn't have thought. Mm, that would be interesting. Mm. It'd be interesting to see. One more. Oh, well, mate, Walter. Buddy Walter. Walter Saucer. Yeah, it's become a regular thing with him. Yeah, isn't it has Walter. That's thank fantastic. you so much. Enjoy that. Yeah. Okay. Now he wants to know whether we've seen some films. Now he does this every, every, every week. week. He has the last three or four weeks, yeah. hasn't he? sends in a bunch of films to see if we've seen them or not. Last week you missed out. We... Yeah, we missed out. So we've combined this week and last week together. Yeah. Because he did write in, but it, well, I got to it late. Yeah. He wrote it That's in right. after we'd recorded. So, yeah. yeah, we've got two weeks' worth of films here from Walter. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Okay, Walter, here we go, mate. Have you seen movies like Crimson Tide? Yes. Uh, Harrison Ford? No, no, no uh, that it's got um, Gene Hackman Jeanette's and right. Denzel Washington. Yep. Yeah, phone booth. Yeah, was that one? That was um, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Colin Farrell. That's right. In yeah, the yeah, in the yeah, phone yeah, booth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spy. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna look it up. Spy, spy, spy. I don't know. No, that's that one. With, oh, no, we have watched that with Melissa McCarthy. Oh, yeah, Awful. yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Awful. Yes, watched it. Date Night? Um, yes. Breadwinner? Don't know what that is. 
So I don't think so, no. no. Uh, this is 40? Yes, I love that movie. That one? Paul Rudd. That was the oh, spin-off right. yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. 40-year-old, not 40-year-old virgin, uh, Knocked Up. The that's spin-off right. was focused yeah, yeah, yeah. on Paul Rudd's character. I okay. love it. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, Zathura? I think so. I'm not sure if I've ever watched the whole thing, though. I don't think I've watched it. One Hour Photo? Yes. Oh, yes. I love that's that movie a so much. Film. Yeah. The Firm? Yep. Uh, Some Like It Hot? Yes, absolutely. Marilyn Monroe. Uh, Gandhi? I don't think I've ever watched Gandhi. Yeah, I've watched it. It's, no. epic. it's a Long. slog to That's get why I haven't watched it yet. Slog I got the 4K through. in yeah. that big box set, the it'll Columbia be, it'll Pictures. Be beautiful on yeah, 4K. Um, yeah. Uh, Straight Out of Compton. Yes. Yeah, very good film. Loved it. Yep. American Gangster. Yeah. Love it. Trainwreck. Yes, that's the one with Amy Schumer. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah no, that's good. Yeah. Very good. Uh, Trainwreck and Scary Stories. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Haven't watched it yet. Looks good, though. Romeo and Julia? Was it should be Juliet? I'm going to look it up. Romeo and Julia. I think it's, maybe. If it's Romeo and Juliet, yeah. Which yeah, version? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how well, many Well, because it's got the plus, I'm imagining it's the Baz Luhrmann, Romeo and Juliet. Oh, Because that's how so. that's stylized. Yeah. Love it. It's my, one yeah. of my favorite movies of all it's time. one of my favorites too. Yeah. Uh, Brightburn? Not yet. Uh, Royal Tenenbaums? Yeah. That's a great film. Yeah. This is 40? Yeah. Oh, that was in last week. Is he on. just, um, I feel like he's copied and pasted a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. I no, probably no, should no, have. Has. This I... is 40's <clears throat> serial one-hour photo, The Firm. Uh, remember, remember the Titans? Yes. Good film. Yeah. Uh, I know that voice. Don't think Don't so. Know it. Kindergarten Cop. Yes, absolutely. Awakenings. Yeah. Glory. Yeah. Miller's Crossing. Yeah, uh, yes. Uh, Crazy Heart. Yes. And Enola Holmes. No. Never heard of it. That was on Netflix that had Billy Bobby Brown in it. <laughs> Billy Bobby Brown, Millie Bobby Brown, yeah. and um, I'm, I want to say Henry Cavill, but I'm not sure on that. Enola Holmes, Henry Cavill, yeah. yeah. Um, it was on Netflix. It looks okay. She's like um, um, it's Sherlock Holmes's sister or something. Um, it looks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks that's right. Yeah, fun. it does look alright. Yeah, we just didn't get around to it. Oh, it's uh, it's 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 a. Uh... All right, all right, all right. Oh yeah, six point six. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, <laughs> six point six. We'll give that well two hours and three minutes. That's all right. It's all right. Yeah, they come out last year. Maybe all right, we can check tonight. Maybe. We'll check that one out for sure. Hmm. Cool. Well, that's it for the subscriber Another questions, day. and that brings the show to an end. I tried to get it under two hours today, but just under, let's see how quickly we can get through this wrap up. All right, that is all that we have time for. Uh, thanks for listening to us today. Thanks again to JBL for sponsoring the podcast once again. Uh, of course, you didn't mention at the top, did you? No, but we played the little stinger at the top, so oh, that's okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the podcast. Yeah, the podcast goes out every single uh, Monday on all podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. The visual element is also available to view on YouTube. Same day, same time, except patron supporters get that two days earlier. Uh, for early access on the Saturday. So if you want to support over on Patreon, head to patreon.com forward slash Dave Lee Down Under for as little as a dollar a month. Cheaper. Thank you very much. Um, of course, the new video podcasts are on the new channel as well, so I'd appreciate subscribes and um, uh, views and stuff over there because we get the monetization yep. back up. Yep. Yep. Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Dave And Lee. when you go over there and watch it, watch the whole thing. Yeah, watch the, watch the whole thing. Don't open it yeah. and just let it run. Yeah, yeah. Not watch Don't it. do that. Don't do it. Don't do it. Not, not allowed to tell you to do that. To do that. 
Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Dave Lee Down Under, over on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, the link's in the description of all the podcasts. For all my links, all that kind of shit. Uh, if you want to write into the show, you can shoot an email to DaveLeePod at gmail.com. If you have written an email to me recently, I will write back to you. Um, YouTube preview. Last week, of course, I dumped my Space Jam trailer reaction. You can check that out if you like. I pick it apart as well as I can. Um, there's a couple of Space Jam news videos I did. I did a news video on the new Powerpuff Girls live-action reboot. I did a news video on the new um, Hotel Transylvania 4. I did that yep. last night. Yep. So you can check all that up. I finally got my Pixar Dark Age ranking up. It was a big week on the channel. This week is probably not going to be as big. Um, I'll have my review for Disney Plus's Big Shot on Monday, which had a really great trailer. Um, I'll also be doing a really... I'll be doing some exciting interviews this week. Yeah, you have to. I don't want to reveal anything just yet, just in case it all falls apart at the last minute. Exactly right. Uh, But I've got one really big one this week coming mm. up that I'm really excited about. And you can use footage from that too, can't you? I yeah, think. I believe so. Yeah. yeah, they asked me if I wanted to do it as a video or an audio and Good. I said video. Yeah. So yeah, um, I get it. It's I get 45 minutes with them. Wow. It's going to be huge. I'm really, really excited about it. I'm shitting my pants <laughs> because I haven't done one so long before. Um, but I'm really excited and I'm going to have so much to talk with about uh, this person. Um, I'm allowed to talk about anything. Yeah. It's just like basically a PR push the for this person. Life, the whole bit. The whole thing. I'm allowed to, yeah, I'm allowed to touch on some private stuff this uh, this person's been through recently. Um, he recent TV projects, his classic, t- his guy's been around for a long, long time. Allowed to talk about stuff he's done at the beginning of his career, new career. Um, he wrote a book recently. I'm allowed to talk about I'm so excited. It's like no holds barred. I cannot wait, but I'm not going to reveal who it is just in case it falls apart exactly, at the last exactly minute. Right. Um, but I'm so excited about that. They reached out to me and were like, would you like to? Would you like to do this interview? I was like, oh yeah, yeah exactly. very excited. Just jump at the chance. Yeah, so I'm excited awesome. for that one, and I know my audience will be very, very, very excited to hear me Good. talk with this person. Good. Um, so other than that, I'm not sure if that's going to go up this week, but that's happening this week. I think this week there'll probably just be some news bits and stuff going up. I'm not too sure. The week after will be my first cartoon, ev- or will be my next cartoon evolution. I'm very excited. Haven't announced it just yet. I'll probably announce that during this week, actually. Very excited about that. You guys will love it as well. Um, that's it, though, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks, old mate Rick, for joining me Thanks, once again. Dave. And uh, it's time to get lunch because I'm fucking starving. Yeah, I'm hungry too. Let's go. Let's do it. Burritos? Burrito time, yeah. Ooh, awesome. Give you a little glass chink. Not that we do that at the end of every show, but let's go. All right, see you later. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.